Hello and welcome to episode 44 of Your Average Critics, joined today by a full house. <laughs> Sorry, go on, No, go, go, go. go. Fucking ruining the introduction, man. The introduction is a sacred, sacred oh, part of this podcast. So we're joined by Full House, Chris, Joe and Obi, um, and we're recording this again. So I think the episode 43, a little bit of it is on YouTube. Or yeah, will we? we will be, hopefully soon. We'll be on YouTube. By the time um, this comes out, it should be. And what's our YouTube? Is it uh, Your Average Critics again? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I was going to say, do you want me to... Um, T- convert all the old podcasts into like an MP4, and then you can put them oh, all on. That's too much effort. Is it? No, 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 okay. no. And if you've got any free time, check out Steve on ninety four. Cheers. Why is he back? Is he going to be will, back? He will be if he gets some views. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well then that's a no then. Fuck <laughs> you. Um, but whilst we're talking about social media, you might as well follow us on Twitter at YSC Podcast Seventeen. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud and iTunes under your Average Critics. Um, so it's Lent. Although, the... hold on, we haven't posted on Instagram in a while. I feel like the two people who run the Instagram account in this... I don't even have it. I don't awesome. even have the thing anymore. That doesn't matter. doesn't you matter, Chris. Slack, you, the pair of you are slacking. Glenn kept doing it, so I'll just start letting Glenn do it. The pair of you are slacking. Can uh, we get some Instagram posts, please? Thanks. Cheers, guys. I, I very rarely go on Instagram. Okay. That's no I, excuse. I will that start no posting on Instagram again. Thank you. Good Apologies. God. I gave it up for Lent. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> so, what have we got given up for Lent? <laughs> I'm giving up Twitter. Twitter. And in, in public. <laughs> Twitter in public and something else in public. Twitter in public. <laughs> <laughs> to the public eye, I've given up Twitter. Okay. Um, four days, four days going strong. Four days? Wednesday, Friday, Friday, Saturday. Four and a half days. It's alright, that's one tenth of the way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. man. Has anyone else given up anything for Lent? No, because I, I do not realize. consider myself religious. I, d- I didn't even know it was Lent, to be fair. It's really early this year. It normally starts in yeah, because um, uh, what's it? Easter Sunday is um, first of April, yeah. isn't it? Can you imagine like Super if Jesus early. comes back, revives, and it's April Fools, and no one believes him? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, did you come out of this crap, man? <laughs> oh my days! Um, so, anyone got any film news? No, not that. no. Film news, uh, no. Well, t- I suppose you could say about uh, Jumanji being the forty-eighth. Highest grossing film ever? Ever, I believe. How many dollars has it made? Oh, Do you know? mate, no, I don't know that. That information I'm not privy to. But it's been in the cinema, and like Greatest Showman, you said Oaks has been in the cinema oh, for oh. ages. I know that it's I think kind they of jarring, came out Boxing Day, didn't they? It's so. kind of jarring because, like, like you say, like you have all these other films that don't get played in our, our cinema. Like, you'd think they could cut the length of which. Because I, I know they're doing really well, and obviously they're making money from them, but if you put a new film in there, you're avid film viewers will go and see them more. Mm. So, I don't know, it's just a bit... Yeah. They don't think of the fans, they think more of the profits, which I suppose is how most companies work and run, I suppose. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Lady Bird comes out at the end of this week and I'll be interested to see if it's showing... Oh, I didn't, didn't realise she was Irish. Jumanji's Jumanji. made 889.2 million. Wow. Fucking hell. That's, that's a lot. Do you know the same... The guy who wrote the Jumanji book, I believe, also wrote Zephora and The Polar Express. Okay, I knew Zephora was a... Kind of. Yeah. Spiritual sequel. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Okay, well... Zathora was shit. It's yeah. just a rip-off Jumanji. It's just pointless. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. The acting was horrible as well. <laughs> um, so let's just go straight into Black Panther, shall we? That's the big release of this week. No, yes. um, no, no segue. To... What happened to you, Ken? Mate. You used to be somebody. 
Oh no. <laughs> you used to be someone. Um, Did you know anymore? Sound like he's about to start a scene. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the, uh, waiting for the like, instruments. Do you know what? I was like, I had something in my head and I, was, I, like, I went to say it and I couldn't remember it so like, it just oh. carried on. Yeah. <laughs> As if oh. I was going to remember part way through. Mate, I like to, because we're talking about Great Showman. Oh, I watched of Thieves as well. Sorry. Oh, jeez, man. Jeez. Alright then, just before we even discuss it, I'd like to know whether you'd rank Black Panther in your top five Marvel films. Yes. Of yes. the MCU. I yes. Top yes. Five, yeah. I, I think I borderline top three for me. Wow. Um, okay. I agree as well. Impressive. I think after Infinity War, we should go back and revisit our list because we would have had Ragnarok, Black Panther, mm. Infinity War and Homecoming uh, that we hadn't covered in our rankings oh, yeah. of yeah. the MCU. Sure. Um, so we should go and revisit we could, those. Or man, we could do it off that, man. Yeah, we could do actually yeah. after Ant Man and the Wasp maybe. So that's, and that's a bit long. Yeah, what, it so if it's it's not in your top five. No. Where is it? Probably sixth. Okay. Oh, okay. So not. So what? We'll go into the plot and everything in a minute. Why then does it not feature in your top five? What about it? Because the other five are just better. Which in five? Which five? Yeah. Uh, Avengers. Okay. Iron Man one. Okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy okay. one. Not number two. Not number two. Uh, four, three, and Civil War. Okay. In that order? No, that was just a random right. given order. So I, Ragnarok's in your top five, but yeah, Black Panther. Yeah, but I'd say, this is what I was saying to Obi, I think Ragnarok and Black Panther is between those two. Mm. But okay. I think uh, Ragnarok wins it over, over for me. But it's a very good but film. For what reason? Just the comedy? The comedy, or? I think, brought me to it a bit more. I don't know. There was, the, the film was very good, don't get me wrong. I thought it was very but good. There was film. quite a lot of comedy in Black Panther as oh, yeah, well, yeah, which yeah. I didn't anticipate. Expect, didn't expect, like Shuri, the she Black are, Panther sister. Yeah, I think, very, I think she's really a very good casting of that. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Have any of you guys... Also, you, I saw it last year. <laughs> Sorry. I said to, to you, I think I said it to you the other day. Have any of you guys seen Top Boy? No. Top Boy, Top Boy? No. No. Oh, is that the... Yeah, she's in top, the gangster kind of... She's in Top Boy. She's the girl in Top Boy. You know, the white kid... And he like, takes a look like into the oh. girl. That's her, that's, she's Isn't she also in Black Shit. Mirror? Yeah, she's yeah. in the last episode. She's in the last Mirror. episode of Black Mirror. Oh, and that, wow. And that guy from Get Out, he's doing really well now, yeah, isn't he? Daniel so, Pudu. yeah. yeah. I, did, I didn't realise his part was so. It was all lines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. He was on Graham Norton on Friday and he was pretty funny. Like, yeah, he was saying about Margot Oprah. Robbie and Alison Janney and Alicia Vikander. And then he's just like, oh, my mum met Oprah. And like, yeah. <laughs> and they're all just standing there and they're like, <laughs> but he's hilarious. Yeah. But although, so Daniel Kluwer plays the leader of the border tribe. I can't be. That's his, that's his name. I don't know the name of the tribe. Um, I kind of felt that I, I wanted to see more from him. Um, and I wanted to see more from the general population of Wakanda in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, really like this film. But in terms of thinking back on Wakanda... You don't really see much of it. You see, like, the interior bit, Shuri's workshop. You see the fields. Um, they walk around the little village. Yeah. And, and the, the same get, kind of street. You get glimpses of yeah. the entire city. But, but I would have really liked to have seen a lot more from it. Deep like, city, what kind of... So I was saying yeah. to Joe, <clears throat> I think, I, I said Joe, that I think if they do a second Black Panther film, which I think they will, it uh, it won't be set in Wakanda. It'll probably be no. somewhere else random. And I said, I hope... I. Would like really like it to be in Wakanda so that they can explore all the other stuff yeah. That's, that might be there. Yeah, That'd be nice. I just, uh, I do, I feel like there's way too much vibranium in Wakanda. Why? Why is it? I just feel like now this product that was so niche is now going to become 
on a mass scale because they know about Wakanda now. Yeah. I feel like it's this metal that's so rare and so but it, infinite in like what it can do in its power is now just going to be everywhere. Like, but, so in the trailer of Avengers, you see Iron Man's suit, which is built the same way as Black Panther's suit. Maybe. It might be. It might Probably. Be, it might be nanomachines doing it. Or the, the liquid metal. Useful. But we haven't been introduced to that, so I doubt that's I doubt that's gonna be it. But also, w- with the vibranium, you could say it was so niche and so sparse because no one knew about it. Yeah, because Wakanda was so true. Kind of that's my point. Topic. So now it's gonna be everywhere. I feel like you're missing my point. Here. Well, not necessarily. Well, I mean, it's we still, but he's now gonna he's now gonna introduce his technology to yeah. well, some of his technology to the world. Yeah, some yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Yeah. So we're kind of. Jumping towards the end, so uh, Black Panther is kind of starts off a week or so after Civil War. Mm. T'Challa's just being crowned king of Wakanda because One his second. father died. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Then. Do we know T'Challa's second name? I feel like they don't say it in the film, do they? No. Mm. Is that his, is, is T'Challa his second name? No. What, so what's his dad's name? T'Chaka. T'Chaka, yeah. It's Ta, not their T'chaka. second. Yeah, but no, it's T possibly Chaka. Oh, oh, okay. And the same with Charlie. T- Charlie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, thinking I, maybe, I was thinking maybe the T was the surname and they just start putting it together or something. Hey, t- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like from up north. <laughs> <laughs> What's T- Chala? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, that was fun. That was really good. That was Yeah, so he's being crowned uh, King of Wakanda and then it kind of... <laughs> <laughs> you kind of see flashbacks to um, T'Chaka and his brother who's been on some kind of like investigative mission in uh, what is Oakland. It? Oakland in California um, and then there's like a kind of conflict there and then kind of throughout the film you see the conflict rising through uh, Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger and also through Andy Serkis' Ulysses Claw. Um, and basically the central conflict is that Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger, wants to basically share the weaponry uh, and vibranium and the skills that Wakanda has with the rest of the black population to kind of help them rise up against the oppressors. Mm. And obviously T'Challa wants Wakanda to be remain secretive, mm. you know, to kind of have this oh yeah, everyone can view us as like a third world nation mm. to keep us safe. Mm. And it's always that conflict. So in terms of plot, I mean, I thought that's, you know, I think it's, it's really strong. It's more of like a political thriller rather than like a kind of action superhero. Yeah. I think a good thing about any like villain or any, any like um, opposing side of the film is if you can see where they're coming from and see why they're doing the things that they do. Yeah. And I think, I think I could actually see, like obviously... I wouldn't go about it the way that uh, Kilmer goes about it, but I do understand the um, sentiment of um, sharing your wealth essentially to other countries or other people who are less fortunate. Definitely. Maybe not to to kill oppressors and stuff like that, but no. you know, in other ways. Maybe not give benefit. the weapons, but give the uh, health benefits. Yeah. I.e. Yeah. Technology. Technology. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but, he was. I think he he's very close to being, kind of. I think maybe you said this and mm. uh, taking your kind of point do you want to make the table see I'm not on the bed you said after we watched it he's very close to being the hero of the film is that was it you that was me that wasn't me so then no who Uh, Killmonger Killmonger. in in his kind of 
or someone said it in the sense that it's kind of true actually in the sense that if if it wasn't to the extent that he wants to arm people yeah then the the kind of charitable aspect that he is kind of the fundamental point of his beliefs then yeah I can understand that and I I would understand that Mm, and eventually at the end of the film like spoil will spoil this film so be warned like in the first post credit scene like um, T'Challa gets up in front of the UN and is like yeah. yeah we are going to share it so actually Killmonger does kind of get his way to a certain yeah. extent yeah. well he puts the message across that Wakanda shouldn't hold everything in and they can actually help people yeah. however he didn't really want it technically for the reasons that you're no, portraying no, he, but he, that's... He, he, he'd done it for the wrong way but it open the eyes for yeah but my point is give the villain credit where credit should not be due my friend well no because he was just he just took it to that extreme which made him the villain but I reckon a lot of his fundamental beliefs were you know on the right track it's just the way he went about it Um, although he wanted it for profit when when we went to see it you said you'd quite like to see him come back I would in the comics he does actually get revived whether they'll do it I hope they do well, I don't think they will cause they, I don't, think they'll, I don't think they'll reuse another villain no. quite like they've I mean, reused the, the, Loki the way he went out was very very poetic it was it was a really good like the way the, the way he they left him but I did say to Glenn that he was a very Loki like character mm. and I feel like he was quite, actually quite likeable as a yeah. villain yeah. so I think they would have done well to keep him around but obviously now they have to figure out someone else to and be. again like I reckon he, he very easily and very believably <laughs> become like his military kind of advisor or something yeah, like that yeah, like yeah. he could utilize him uh in a way that m- means he can k- stay around a bit longer yeah. um obviously like you see at the end he gets rid of wakabi doesn't he because so. he knows, yeah. up, rose up Basically against him, him yeah. um but so he needs more people in his council but mm. yeah i thought killmonger is a very good villain totally. uh, michael jordan plays him very well yeah. he's got good motivation uh, you do empathise with him, like you. He's not. Oh, so just... I was getting the characters completely mixed up then. So I was thinking you were talking about the other bloke, who the one with the, with the arm. Oh, oh no, that's, that's claw. That's claw. Claw. Yeah. Sorry. Just yeah. on on this little side bit, uh, Black Panther's second name is Udaku. Udaku. I feel like I've heard, I feel like I've heard that. I feel like they did say that in the film, didn't they? T'Challa Udaku. Maybe. Maybe they said his name before he had the battle. We're just not remembering. Maybe yeah, I feel like maybe when Michael B. Jordan, you know when he when he uh, shouted out trial by combat. Yeah, oh maybe they might have said it in that. Maybe. Oh, yeah. actually no, he did shout his whole name out though, didn't he? What um, Michael Kilburn. B. Jordan? Yeah. Yeah, I like that bit as well. Sorry, but we're skipping. Go yeah, on. I'm quite surprised they killed him, but at the same time, like it'd have been too convenient for him to just be like, oh yeah, go on, and I'll be. I thought the way me. the way he died as well matched like the tone of the film mm. because he was like quite like all action like. And he even says, he says, oh yeah, when he dies, um, uh, bury me in the ocean because death is better than bondage or something like that. And yeah, then yeah. the thing with it, the sun setting as well, because his dad said that the sun sets are the most beautiful in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the way he, yeah, it was, it was yeah, really good, well. but I really like him. So I, that's what I just wish, per, for me personally, I just wish he would, and he's, they would have kept yeah, him. Yeah, he's quite a big villain within the Black Panther. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Kind of that, I think he's one of the main two villains. Yeah, I was very surprised, especially because, and I know... T'Challa doesn't really kill him to an extent that, like, uh, Killmonger kind of... Pulls out the knife. Pulls out the knife, which eventually kills him. Yeah. But, like, because T'Challa doesn't kill, is it Zemo, in Civil War, even mm. though he kills his father. Mm. So I feel like... And also when uh, Wakabi says, oh, you either 
kill Claw where he stands or bring him to me. Mm. And he says, I'll bring him to you. So mm. he obviously doesn't seem like the He's type got a of... moral code. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the type of hero to kill people. I like his dad. Unlike his dad. <laughs> but, um... He just so I was surprised fun. when he did stab... Um, Killmonger. Um... Because, you know, I, d- I did kind of expect and really want Killmonger to survive. Yeah. Um, but... I, I feel like it's quite a Marvel thing for him to survive as well. That was like a traditional, yeah. traditionally Marvel thing. Did they, sh- did they show, like, a- him buried? No. Because no. I feel like if he was truly dead, he would have been buried some way. Some yeah, I think you would have seen him buried at sea, right? Because that's what he wanted. Yeah, I feel like they could easily, put, easily take his body back and put yeah. him in a capsule well, that's and thing. work on him. Because they've done it in the comics... They didn't show him getting buried yeah. as an escape if they ever planned. To I know they break. explained what the dots on his body were, like what they were for, sorry, what they represented, but they didn't explain what they were. They were burns. They would, so, but they looked like scars. They looked like they balled over. Yeah, they were scars from burns. Oh, right. He did, so, so it, I'm pretty sure they said the film that he, he would scar and burn himself every yeah, time. Every, every time he killed, killed him. Wow. Do you yeah. think that was a redeeming role for Michael B. Jordan from Fantastic Four? I thought he was right. Uh, yeah, no. The film was garbage, but I thought he was okay. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Fair. The actors did as well as they could in that film. I thought. Yeah, true. true. I thought his look was really cool. See, I didn't. Yeah. Like, I remember saying, me and saying to Chris when we first saw the trailer, I didn't like his hair at all. But in the film, I actually thought it looked pretty yeah, good. Right, yeah. yeah. And he's a wedge. He's massive. <laughs> he's massive. <laughs> he's wham. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman does not look <laughs> anything like. No. Um, um, what about um, so the Soulstone theory? That didn't I, I, I texted you, yeah. didn't I? So, afterwards. But there is a theory that it's not necessarily wrong, your theory. So although some people believe it was in the eye of the panther and then it did the whole walk to do that, that memory walk right. to see. Some people are saying that it's actually that berry. So you know there's loads of them. Yeah. They're saying oh, that the stone is one there. One yeah. Somewhere. And obviously, Maybe. She, but I think that's a bit. I think that's I, a bit out I there. I think your theory now is is the one. What the so, Idris Elba one? Yeah, Idris okay. Elba's eyes. What do we? Sorry, I'm gonna go from the Soulstone thing for a minute. What do we think about the fact that um, Killmonger ordered them to burn up all the Black Panther juice? So now, pretty much, T'Challa's gonna be like the only Black Panther. Like actually physical, like cause, you know, yeah. he drinks the thing yeah. to give himself. Well, unless power. they regrow, some, they must have some somewhere. But no, it's true. Like it, a bit of a dick move. <laughs> it's interesting. It was interesting because it's clever. Yeah, yeah. It's because clever. essentially, like I was, I was when I saw that. Because you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you confused. Yeah, no, I was just trying to. I was just trying to think because in the film, I can't remember if the lady said it takes a year to grow, or if we burn it, there is no more. I think she said it takes a year to grow. I can't so I, I don't know if that means there's necessarily... I, mean, I remember her saying that we need to keep it growing for the next Black Panther. And he was like, yeah. what do you mean next Black Panther? Burn yeah. it all. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because I, I was surprised that there was lots of it. Mm. Because I didn't really know how Black Panther got his powers. I thought it was just the ring. Mm. Um, so then I was thinking, oh yeah, surely anyone can just come and drink this stuff yeah. and become like OP. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a really interesting... Uh, kind of mythology to his powers that he can drink something that takes away his powers yeah. and then has to drink it again like to that. get his powers. Like but it's not also it's not only that though. There's a ritual aspect of it as well that they have to ask the panther god to get, to give them the power as well. Yeah, but so, it, yeah. So it's you can but take thought, two ways of it really, can't you? That because it might not just be the fruit. So if there is a whole another spiritual plane within the Marvel universe. I thought the the rituals of 
the film as well. I, lo- I loved every every tribal bit of that film. I thought was fantastic. Yeah. And I really liked the bit. Me and Joe were saying the score in the film yeah, the score was, was so good, especially the bit where score. he was in the ancestral plane with his dad, mm. and it just and like it like the score like swelled up to a point, and it was like I felt like Lion King. I was like, oh, this is do you know what? Someone came out the film and they said this film is exactly the same as Lion King. It's. There's definitely similar aspects. The the, it, the yeah. whole like the ritual thing and you that's kind of uh, I can't remember the guy's the creature's name and Lion King who does this the ritual Rafiki. yeah Rafiki. and then like that tree as well was kind of, was in it as well wasn't it yeah. and then yeah. like the whole brotherly villains it's the but love yeah <laughs> so like it's it's pretty good though because why not base it on something that is so successful like not that yeah. they did but like why not incorporate that kind yeah. of successful yeah. nature of it so. How I know that obviously you're you've been to Nigeria and your family you know from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I how does the tribal aspects kind of how uh, culturally sensitive and kind of accurate is it? Or, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. Or like when my dad went out to Nigeria in two thousand and seven, and my dad was made a chief or whatever. Um, there was like you know like the bit where he's being like uh, when they're doing the whole the king thing and they're really singing and dancing and doing the shaking arms and yeah. Like, yeah, all yeah. that stuff that's like spot on oh, like, really? genuinely spot on and people paint their faces and all stuff like that and yeah it's pretty I, I, I okay. would say it's, yeah it's pretty accurate. mate that tribe with a fat old ring in his mouth man <laughs> yeah. I was like Raw. yeah people people do do that though yeah, yeah. they take the thing out and then the lip, <laughs> the, lip the lip just drops yeah that's a genuine thing and with the, in the ears as well that droopy lip it seemed yeah. really oh. like um celebratory of yeah. just Africa as mm. an entire continent. <clears throat> um, and I think before the film came out, I kind of thought that Wakanda would, I don't even know why it would be in West Africa, kind of like near Nigeria or Ghana, mm. but it's actually, it's when you zoom on the map, it's kind it's of like near the Congo, east, isn't it? East sort of, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. I so. yeah. And I yeah, just thought in general, it was a really brilliant film. Like, like I said, I would have liked to have, them delved a little bit deeper into it, you know, like see more of the tribes because there are four tribes and we only see three really, don't there's we? Five, there's five. Oh, is there five? There's five tribes. There's five. there's four who are like who are with him, yeah. yeah. And, and there's then, one that and then Mbaku's tribe they're off with the doom over. Yeah, that's another thing in the film. When Mbaku stabs uh, T'Challa, mm. it's pretty deep and near his heart, and T'Challa's just like. Pulls out and just like fine, uh, like he wins and he just starts standing there like, not really phased by it. And I was like, uh, I was like, mate, you must be in bare pain. Adrenaline, isn't it? Oh. I thought I thought it was good that T'Challa was like quite a a weak hero, mm. vulnerable character, isn't it? Vulnerable, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a better word for it. Not, vulnerable, yeah, not OP. Like, cause his general played by Dana Gurura, Akoye, which is Nigerian name actually. Akoye. Mm. Okay, so she was. More she power. was fantastic. Oh, I fucking love them. Even to an extent, Shuri's like more powerful than he is because of her technological brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he get, he he's almost defeated by Mbaku and um, pretty much uh, is defeated Killmonger. by King. Pretty much is. You you didn't notice the thing that she said, did you? When the first time you saw it, what thing? Uh, when she was like, oh, this is the, when he when they bring the guy in to heal him and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah. this is the second uh, white, white boy. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that, but I couldn't think who the first would be. And then, obviously, <laughs> the, the second post credit scene, you see Bucky. Yeah. Although, I think because they're shouting White Wolf at him, like I know in the comics, uh, T'Challa has a adopted white half, white adopted white half-brother who yeah. becomes the White, white Wolf. wolf yeah. So, I said to Obi, like, maybe 
He's not going to become Captain America. Yeah, he he will become the White, White Wolf. Wolf. Okay, and then that would lead to us to believe that Captain America won't die. Or Falcon. Or Falcon will Captain America. I feel like that would be more of a shock. I mean, yeah, I think it's good. There's a whole comic about it, and it was, I think it was quite successful, so why not? Yeah. I'm really interested to see where they go. I'm interested after. to see what they're going to do with. See, I don't think they'll kill off Iron Man either because I think that little kid from Iron Man 3 is in Infinity War. Yeah. I know he's quite techie, but maybe they're like propping him to be the next... Yeah. Oh, which are... They might bring in the female Iron... True, War. true. But they've got... Mm, yeah, they might do. They might do. So who's your favourite character of the Black Panther? Oh, uh, the one who plays in The Walking Dead. He was sick. Yeah. I forgot my name. Yeah, she was sick. Yeah. Oh, was that her? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Miss Sharon, isn't it? Okay. Fair enough. I didn't realise that. I really liked Shuri, just because she yeah. was like funny. Yeah, she was funny. She was really yeah. smart. But I really liked, I thought Andy Circus had a lot of fun. He was great. Yeah, had Andy a lot of fun. I was quite annoyed they killed him. Yeah. Was, he was yeah. really good. He, he looked proper schizo, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> he looked wamp as well. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he really did. I really liked um, how they got really creative with the technology. I yeah. Think. And like, like, I think you said it was like quite like James Bondy, and then it's like, oh look, look, Mister Bond here. This is what we yeah. got for you today. That sort of thing. That's the thing. Like this film, like you said, it's pretty similar to Lion King, but yeah, it is very similar to Bond. Like the yeah. political overtones, like the uh, casino scene. Yeah. Shuri is basically Q, yeah. like the tech master, and yeah. I, I like the fact they brought in as well, like one of the people, like you're having a child do all the technological works and mm. stuff like. Which is a fair. Yeah, which is a fair, fair like, thing. But then if you actually saw what she's made and done, it's like, right, okay, that's sick. Mm. I love the fact when she's like, you know what she's planning when he when she gets him to punch the suit. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> and then he does that it. Yeah, yeah, that footage, yeah. Uh, so jokes. Uh, <laughs> I, feel like the, I feel like all the comedic spots really hit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. There wasn't anywhere I thought, oh, that's not really that funny. Like, even when I watched it the second time, I was laughing. Yeah. Like, I knew every joke that was about to happen, <laughs> and I still found it funny. And the what are those bit. Oh, that was, oh, that was so, so funny. funny. I think it was funny. The funniest thing about that was that, like, I haven't heard anyone anyway, say what are those for like a year and a half. So yeah. it's just, like and such a complete out of the joke. I Everybody knows what it is. I don't is. know if it was a joke as well, or like, obviously it was a joke, but whether she was joking when she said it, but when she was talking about the shoes and she was like, I'm going to name sneakers. Sneakers. Yeah, that was joking. That was, uh, yeah, that was yeah I couldn't tell if yeah, she yeah. was joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, okay. And they do play on like, uh, kind of, racial stereotypes of Africa because when is it Mbaku and he's like I'm going to eat them yeah. and then they're like oh. he goes nah we're vegetarians <laughs> even like he was he was actually really quite funny I don't like I feel like his, his African accent was a bit all over the place but he was and also actually Forrest Whitaker's African accent is all over the shop but really? he's Forrest Whitaker yeah. um, Zuri the one who died, the one who Killmonger kills. Oh yes, yes, yes. The thing is, he should be. He got an Oscar for the Last King of Scotland, yeah. where he plays Idi Amin, who is a Ugandan. Yeah. He should have a decent it's African accent. Like, the bleak Panther. I was like, fucking <laughs> oh. like, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah. Um, he was undercover in the US for a while. He might have uh, uh, lost his work. Uh, Who's I talking about? Oh yeah, in Baku when um, they were, were after they saved T'Challa, and he was, and they were all chatting, and he just like starts yawning like. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> are, are, are you done? And I was literally I was <laughs> cracking up. It's just me of a Nollywood film. It was so funny. Do, do, we, yeah. do we know how much he's made so far? I know that in the overseas it made, or Europe, it made 20, like, 4 million or something. Okay. Was it 240? Two, two, no, 24. No, 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 no. Only 24? Yeah, UK. That's, not, that's oh, pretty good. UK. Yeah. Okay. I was going to check that. Yeah. I thought the... Uh, do, you, do you think it'll hit a billion? Yeah. Yes. I think it will. 
I think it's going to reach a, an audience that a lot of Marvel films don't. Um, and I think that will help it, definitely. It's got a 7.2 at the moment on IMDb. That's a lot lower than I thought. A B- DB? Yeah, IMDb guess. don't tend to... 7.8 at the minute, actually. Oh, IMDb that? don't tend to rate um, superhero films... That highly. That highly, to be honest. Um, it was at 6.8 when I, when it first came really? out. Yeah. Like, so... Okay. But I suppose it depends what type of film you like, I suppose, as well. And then, obviously, you've got these DC fans apparently boycotting it or writing bad reviews on Rotten Tomato. Like, come on, grow up. Just because their films are shite. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's Black Panther earned a whopping 75.8 million on its first day, including 25 oh. million in Thursday previews. That's the fourth biggest superhero opening day in history behind Avengers, Batman v Superman, Avengers 2. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay so it was 24 on the first day, and that's 35. Yeah. That was just on the Friday, so... Has it it's been released... It was released in the US yesterday or yeah, the day yeah. before? Yeah, it was on Friday, it got released in the US. Apparently it's the top grossing film in history at 33 AMC theatres. Not entirely sure what AMC theatres are. There is a people, cinema chain in the US. People who thingy, innit? Uh, Breaking Bad, innit? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I thought... I mean, obviously I'm not African or of African descent, but even all I could... Af- all of African descent. Well, okay, true. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not immediate... But um, I don't think you need to I even felt necessarily like no. But what my point is is that I even could see that it was quite respectful and a kind of really important for like black culture, mm. um, and I thought the accents seemed not. But I think there's a danger with people doing African accents that they could become parodic, mm. and for me it didn't seem like they were. Whereas for the trailer for a film called Gringo. David Oyelowo is putting on an accent that, for me, sounds like he's taking the piss. Like, if someone was to do a really over-the-top kind of pantomime African accent, mm. that is what I would imagine right. it being, and that's what he's doing. Whereas here, it kind of... I thought the accents were pretty good, but... Yeah, I thought they were good. I wish... I actually... I liked... Obviously, I know you don't like it when people speak in a language and they reply in English. Like, yeah. I know you don't like that. That fucks me off. I don't mind it. Um... Because that's like, well, my mum and dad do that all the time, so. But, um, I wish that, um, Killmonger had spoken more, I don't even know what their language is Wakandan. called. Wakandan. Wakandan, I suppose. Do you know, that's actually a real language, what they were speaking. It's a South African language called, oh, crap. I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's spelled X-H-O-S-A. Hossa. Yeah. Maybe, I don't mm. know. Oh, yeah, right. So that's actually a real language that they were speaking. But yeah, I wish, because he only did, he only, Killmonger only spoke that little, that little bit before. When he, he said, said um, I am. Um, Wakanda and yeah. I am the son, I'm the son of, of Njobu. And he said, hey, auntie. And that was funny. Yeah, that was <laughs> but yeah. Like, hey, I wish he, he'd gotten a few more, few more of those lines. But yeah. I thought it was quite a good twist as well that he, when they were like, obviously, because I think T'Challa knew who he was. And then, obviously, the CIA knew who he was as well. And was like, yeah, I know who that is. It's blah, 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 blah. He's been working for us for years. It's just like, kind of like, oh, okay. Didn't expect that. But I also didn't expect him to be cousin until mm. later on yeah that was a good twist yeah I feel I wanted to see more of Killmonger's backstory like I would have yeah. liked to have seen his training and mm. him becoming Killmonger I suppose that's not the point of the film necessarily though it's more no. T'Challa's mm. rise to power or struggle struggle yeah struggle. Or, or his or his battle with the moral compass as yeah. well kind of I thing. think there is always like a a thing in films where obviously like you've got this son and you, his, you think he thinks that his father's like 
the best, basically, like the best person in the world. Like he even says when he's in the ancestral plane, like I want to be a great king like you. And then obviously later in the film he finds out that like he, his dad killed his own brother and left the child behind. Da, da, da. So then he always like questions um, his dad's yeah. like yeah. his yeah. dad's like morality, yeah. morality, exactly morality, and he's like. Um, Kind of like I don't know. I suppose like kind of like stepping out of his shadow in a way to try and like become his own his yeah. own king, yeah. which is really good thing. I think actually, sorry, yeah. I don't think we've like pe- we've given Chadwick Boseman enough credit. I thought he was he was really really good. No, he's really, really, really yeah. good. Yeah, he's really charismatic. Yeah, I think. I think even like I was, that was another thing that I was gonna say. Even though he walks, he walks with a certain with a, with a swagger, and I'm just mm. like, oh, wish yeah, I, wish I, like, <laughs> like he could just take like the room is like. Complete, was, um, whenever he's in shot I'm completely focused on him because he has so much presence it's, mm. yeah. it's, it's quite funny at the beginning of the film like they like the woman's like don't freeze and you're like you're kind of like what the hell are you on yeah, about I, like, never I never freeze and then, <laughs> and then when they're talking about it later he's like he froze yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts swearing as yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah so there's quite a few funny parts actually definitely, uh, definitely. it was but, also very violent it was quite violent. Uh, not bloody yeah. so the, like Killmonger slits that uh, guard's throat and I was like Oh no, blood! But you know, speaking of quite... the... sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, speaking of the guards, I really like the fact that his king's guard was all women. That's yeah, quite, that's quite mm. like a thing that I'm not that like you don't really see in many other like films. It did seem very inclusive, mm. you know. Um, yeah, that a lot of the strong female, well, it's a lot of the strong characters were female. Mm. Shuri, um, uh, what? Do, who does Lupita Nyong'o play? Nakia. Nakia. I also thought I thought it was quite clever. In the thing when they're doing the flashback, how the uh, obviously the brother thought he was working with someone mm. from that city, and then all of a sudden it's yeah. like, oh, you're yeah. in Condon as well. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, did you think you were the only spy we sent out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought that's that was good. good I thought Martin Freeman had a good, did good as well. He was not, good. Not that he yeah. had much to I, do. I don't really, I didn't really like the fact that he was a bit of a side character. I would rather them. I would rather have seen more of Wakabi or one of the other kind of Wakandan generals rather than Martin Freeman mm. you know I suppose yeah yeah but he was alright I mean he was fine but I would rather that part have been taken by someone I, think, I suppose it just Wakanda. shows that the the, the, the the world outside of Wakanda are also looking for vibranium and stuff like it's not yeah. just yeah. Wakandans trying to protect it kind of thing mm. yeah what do we feel about like you were kind of saying earlier with the technology, when they go back to Oakland and then they just drop a spaceship into like <laughs> the thing is like the middle of this basketball I court. I don't think that's that like far fetched for the event for like after what we saw for the Avengers. I don't think dropping a ship in the middle of like no. there is that far fetched. But, but the fact that they just do it so blase, I think, is a bit like right. Okay, we haven't, yeah. you haven't even announced to UN yet that you're gonna help them out, and now you're gonna show show up in front of a building that he's just bought with a ship. So it is a bit yeah. like. Because also, like most of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Netflix ones occur within the East Coast, like New York, mm-hmm. mostly, and this is obviously West Coast with California. So I don't. It's never made clear throughout the MCU, like whether this stuff is kind of contained within New York or whether the entire world, or even just a What's continent, that? knows about. Like all the alien stuff that happens. The whole world knows, doesn't it? Four was to in London. 
True. And there was a massive ship that c- came crashing but it's down. N- it's never Sokovia. like it's, it's never established like how accepted all of this alien stuff is. Like, do, no, are people just like, oh, the, it's just an that's alien? That's why they again. had the UN thing and the bloody yeah, with <laughs> the soldier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But still, like, for a spaceship to just that's why come you to... need to watch Agents of Shield, mate. Don't you? Yeah, I'd rather not. Well, then you're not gonna know that, are you, then, mate? I shouldn't have to watch that. Programmed. If it's interlinking with it, yes, you should. Okay, so what does Agents of Shield? I don't know, mate. No, they they just they don't really talk. They it's very secretive that the whole thing, and it's tried to keep keep under wraps the whole thing. Yeah, so I just although, feel... although I think they do try and um. Because even they're in, in space now, though. Because even they? in Spider Man Homecoming, like um, you, they technology all the te- all the. Chitari uh, technologies, they Chitari technology they find, they kind of quickly get rid of it, and then they, then they're like, oh, they they just kind of pass it off as a uh, an explosion yeah, but or it's, something. It's probably more because like, the government are looking for this stuff. Yeah, but for just the general public, for a fucking spaceship to like just float down. I'm not gonna like, lie. I'm not gonna lie. If a New York got attacked by spaceships, yeah, it'd be all over the effing news, mate. So I think Which the whole world, yeah. So I think the whole world does know about it. And I think, I think after ten years of having superheroes and <laughs> things bossing around your planet, you're gonna be a bit more inclusive. Maybe not happy about it, but aliens are attacking. Who who won't say yes to a superhero helping out? Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. it's not quite Batman Superman, but it's it's getting there. <laughs> yeah, a DC. Once so, once so great. Yeah. Really? <laughs> well, the, the Dark Knight. Oh, okay, but Dark that's not the DC one, one, EU. I didn't say. I said. I said once, once, so, once so great. Yeah, once so great. So it's in the franchise. Great. That's one film out of like what happened. Well, I thought I thought all three of them were pretty good, but but compared to the the, the recent five. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Fair. Is it five? Five. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Five. Yeah. The 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 five DC films are just. No. You haven't seen one of them, so shut your mouth. Well, Justice League is decent. I like that. Wonder Woman's good too. <laughs> oh yeah, so Wonder Woman. I like that. Yeah, Suicide Squad's actually, a bit. Like... <laughs> Batman vs Superman is a bit. Anyway, we're not talking about DC. We're not talking about DC. Man of Steel's trying to save Any other thoughts about Black Panther? <laughs> uh, it's great. For We've me. done well to talk about this without actually talking about the whole plot. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Kind of summarised it a yeah. little bit, but. I mean, I was, a bit lo- I, I was a bit lost with some of the names at one point, so well, I think if I'm lost and I've watched it, I think yeah. people listening might be a bit like, what's happening? I def- as, as soon as I watched it, I wanted to watch it again. Mm. It's, really. it's definitely a great milestone, and they've, they've done it in such a perfect way, I think, and I think they've hit the nail on the head pretty much with yeah. every aspect of what they've done. Mm. I mean, I mean, personally for me, I think, like, obviously when I say about the stabbing in, in the chest, yeah. I think that could have been like a bit more like, oh, afterwards, a bit more angst from being hit. Yeah. But mm. besides that, I think it was... Pretty perfect film. And it's a good, it's a very good lead up to Infinity War. However, will it be a trilogy? Do you think? Of Black Panthers. Yeah. I reckon I'll do a second one and that. Mm, I, I reckon. I suppose I'll, they'll see how a second one goes. And yeah. Make I mean, if Ant Man gets a sequel, Black Panther yeah. should. Be oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. However, Ant Man is introducing another character as well. What wasp? Yeah. Wasp. Yeah. So it's maybe they don't think it's maybe they don't think it can be successful on its own. Therefore, that's why they're introducing a secondary character, who isn't going to be secondary. They're going to be primary with Ant Man, aren't they? Because yeah. they're in the title. Yeah. So I don't know. Is there a Black Panther versus maybe Black Panther and the White, White Wolf? Wolf? Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, and they're making a Black Widow film, so as well. And I didn't think they would do that because I feel like we've 
been explained about her quite a bit, and she's quite a pivotal character in a lot of other films. So you I should just watch this Red Sparrow film and then just do the exact same thing because yeah, it's true. I'm, 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 it's I'm, gonna be. Exactly I said to you, I said to you guys, I watched a trailer and that looks like it could be a black a, a Black Widow film. Black Widow film. Yeah, yeah. it'd be it's interesting true. to see how she got roped into all of it. She was doing it from a very young age. She was. It was, it was, she was a child, wasn't she? Yeah, it was explained in... When she was a child. So I, don't know, just say, I don't know if it's explained. They explained how, why she couldn't have children. children. Yeah, but that, that goes into how the, back, the whole backstory of how she got into it, no? She was... They do, I think they do explain I it a little bit. I can't remember they do explain which film. I feel like she was a child when they brought it. Age, age of Ultra... Oh, was that Age of Ultra? Yeah, it was, it was Age of Ultra. Ultra. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I need to rewatch that film. I've only seen it. I thought it was rubbish. Well, that's all right. My mission starts now. Before, wait, you're gonna watch every yeah, I but was it April the 29th? Something like 17th that. or something, I don't <laughs> know. Eight, late April, late April, I think yeah. it will be done. You'll need to watch like <laughs> two films a week, or I mean, just, we do a po- podcast based on film, I think it, it should be doable. True, or That's you true. just watch one a night. I mean, and, and tell... I'll be finished quite soon before no, the no, event. No, no, I mean, like, 18 films, 18 nights before, just shit. Is it 18 films now? Is it 18? It's 18, it's oh. at least 18. Right. Yeah. Oh, let me rob my. Just do eighteen. When when do we think before. Black Panther won't be in the cinema anymore? I'll aim to watch two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, or two I'll weeks. watch them in the next two weeks, and I'll go and see Black Panther on the last day of its release. So now I've got the coherent timeline. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Black Panther out of ten. Probably an eight. Eight and a half. Eight. You're eight point seven five, aren't you? Eight point seven five. Just shy of a nine. Just shy of a nine. Would have been a nine if they didn't. So what are the two Monday. films? What are the two films that you say are better? Civil War and um, Avengers. Okay, and what do they oh, get? Avengers and then Civil War. Yeah, what do they get? Oh, they're both like, they're like, they're like Avengers like a 9.5 and Civil War's like a 9.4. Jeez. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I, no, to be fair, I watched, as I was saying in the podcast, I watched Avengers the other day and I was like, <sighs> mate, I was like, this so is good. so it's sick. So good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so it's the best, well. It's the, it's the best one. Yeah. Uh, See, I think, I, I feel like the way that it made me feel, Civil War was probably higher for me mm. because it was like so many superheroes like so many sick superheroes they did like do conflict it very well. of superheroes you see Ant-Man Black Panther yeah. and then like you know superhero versus superheroes but the reason that I think Avengers will probably always be number one for me is because it was that first, that pinnacle yeah, film yeah, yeah. that you know that that tracking the oh st- I, tracking I, shot that's literally what I was thinking that's literally what I was thinking the tracking oh, shot yeah. where they all kind yeah. of the land iconic moment yeah, yeah, yeah. that's literally what I was pans around them oh, and it's man. like whoever whoever decided to put that in the film must be so chuffed because that Honestly. actually will be our iconic moment for the rest of yeah. like, our lives. Yeah. Shivers, mate. Yeah, for shivers. I'm looking for. And then when it, and the thing is, in that film as well, you generally at like I don't think anyone thought he would die, but you could see at some point that Iron Man could possibly die in that film, Mm. and it's like, rah, like no one's safe in this universe, but they are pretty much safe. (laughs) Yeah. It ain't no. uh, What's that? What's the thing that everyone dies in that you don't know? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Final destination. (laughs) So I feel like you know. When I think of the Avengers, it takes me to my good place. <laughs> and moving neatly on. <laughs> You're shameless. A. Um, <laughs> a. You're shameless. Oh, see, so so, have you finished it now? Then? <laughs> yeah. 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 That was so <laughs> No. That was smooth. It takes me to my good place. Yeah. So, uh, what, what do you think of the. Uh, uh, so, you're at the very end, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, d- did you like the ending? 
I mean, it's it's creative to keep yeah. it going. It's a series two now. Yeah. yeah. So you don't watch your DJ. What? The Good Place. Oh no. No. So let me rem- try and remember. Yeah. End of series one, you find out that the Good Place is actually the bad place. Which I spotted after like three episodes, mate. <laughs> and then. Ellie? That's the best investigatory skills I've ever done in my life. I literally text Obi. Would you hear for the podcast when we were talking about it? Don't know. I text Obi and I was like, Obi, like, I'm on episode three. What if the good place is the bad place? And he has already watched it and he's like, I don't know, mate. Yeah. It might be. I maybe. <laughs> but then you said that you weren't really sure how it was going to carry on because he was refreshing their memories. And then and that was... So, so basically they end up just teaming up in the end. And they're like, he's like, right. So someone, one of the other demons is like, well, you're doing this rubbish. I'm going to take over. Otherwise, I'm going to tell the boss. I think he's the governor. No. What's Satan. Sean. I was going to say the governor. <laughs> uh, he tells He's going to tell Sean. They're, she's going to tell Sean. So he just works with the bad, the good people. How do you the, the four the people. Main the main characters. And he's he's getting lessons in morality from the, the ethics guy. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And yeah. And then the, basically the story goes on and they're, they're trying to find a way to es- escape the bad place without being caught is essentially the... Okay. And then, but uh, a side story is that the robot who helps him out has remembered, kind of uh, deep down remembers that she fell in love with one of them and she's going a bit crazy, doesn't she, in one of the episodes and have to figure out how to save her and stuff. Do you see any more of the mid- medium place? Uh, no, they think they've gone to the medium place. Oh, yeah, you do. So basically the robot, what's the robot's name again? Janet. Janet. Uh, Jeanette, make, like yeah, no. Janet, she makes um, a partner, but he's not very clued up. He's the guy who's in uh, the league. He's uh, the crazy one. Um, Raffi. Raffi, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And basically, she, they send Raffi and uh, a bag full of cocaine to the middle place for the lady who's there because she basically is going to use Raffi as sex doll and have loads <laughs> of cocaine pretty much, isn't it? But uh, they end it... So basically... The good place gets, or the bad place gets evacuated by all the demons, and the demons think that the people have escaped to the middle place, when really they're still in the bad place, they just hid in plain sight underneath the train that takes you from each destination. And then Michael, who is the one who concocted this whole plan, says that he's going to find a way to get to the real good place, and he builds this uh, hot air balloon Mm. with with a gateway... And in order to get on the hot air balloon, you have to believe you're good, is it? I mean, yeah, but the the whole hot air balloon was a key. Oh, that he, it was like he made it up. Yeah, it was a it was like they he was like it was oh. like you had to step on a scale before, to, and the scale would tell you if you truly are good or bad before you got on the hot air balloon. And they were all arguing because uh, they were all getting bit um, not being able to get on the balloon at some point because they were thinking bad thoughts or whatever, whatever. And then Michael said, oh yeah, this is all fake anyway. I'm just making this up because I don't know or actually how to get to the good place. And then they'd send them to the actual bad place headquarters to go and find the judge to hear their case, inverted commas, to try and get themselves into the good place. Okay. But the, o- the only person no. who succeeds <laughs> in proving that they're good is the main character, which Eleanor. Eleanor. And everyone else fails. So basically, she's got to make a decision on whether she portrays everyone else or she just stays and I think she chooses to stay isn't it isn't that, wasn't that her one um no no I've forgotten what her one was well no yeah it kind of is her one was so 
So they all have different challenges just that yeah. they've got set. They all have different tests. So her one was um, basically it was her and Chidi and um, the judge gave them both like some like medallion thing. They said, oh yeah, you two both made it to the good place. Um, your other two friends, they're not going to make it no matter what they do. So you can go now if you want to. And basically it was her deliberating whether or not she should go to the good place. Her asking um, Chidi what he thinks and stuff like that. And she realised that he, it, it wasn't actually, it wasn't really um, uh, Chidi that she was there with. And she's like in love with him, so sort of thing. So I think that was part of the test. But he wasn't actually part of her challenge. It was just like a fake thing. But she figured that out. And she, so she said, oh yeah, I'm not accepting the challenge. I'm not, I'm not going to the good place without my friends. And so she she passed her challenge and everybody else failed theirs, basically. Because, oh, okay. uh, what, what's the, I've forgotten the tall lady's name. Tahani. Tahani, she had to go down this corridor full of doors of people talking about her. And she wasn't meant to peek in any of the doors. And she got literally to the very end, and there was one about her mum and dad. She went in the room. Her mum and dad were talking about her sister, which is the which is one of her main angst throughout the whole series that her mum and dad are constantly putting her sister first. And she's in the bad place because she never does anything for good reason. She does things to better herself against her sister. And I think um, the other two, the other two, they're just like silly ones. One of them couldn't make up his mind about what hat to wear. <laughs> <laughs> and then he eventually makes up his mind and he's like yeah I did it and then she's like yeah it took, only took you like three hours to decide which hat to put on and the other guy he's just bare dumb and like I think she just wanted him to not play the game but before she could even say anything he sat down and started playing the video game okay so Michael sets up a new test because, because yeah. the judge at this point is like okay so three out of four of you failed so you're all going to the bad place and then Michael comes through uh, the portal and he's like oh what if we do it this way and then it like kind of switches into a scenario where um, they've put... We only see Eleanor, but we're assuming they put everyone back on Earth the day they died or something like that. So Eleanor comes back to Earth on the day she died. But they make it so it's like a near-death experience rather than her dying. So then it kind of changes her way of life. So she tries to become a good person, but only lasts like six months. And she starts to become a bad person again. And then like, I think the point of it is to um, see if these people have actually become... Uh, better people to show that they're aware of a place in the good place so yeah and I think they're... which is kind of conflicting because they've forgotten the whole time in the good place so yeah. it's like right. how are they even meant to remember because well he said like one of the things Michael said was um, yeah these are all good people but they just need to be given a bit of a push or whatever so when Eleanor starts to become a bad person again he makes himself appear as a bartender kind of like gets her back on the right track yeah thing. he gives a reference to one of um... oh, I've forgotten his name again Chidi Chidi's uh, lectures so she watches it online and then she goes to his office and says can you help me and then I think that's the end of the season isn't it okay was it as strong as the first series no no but it was, it was, it was still good. pretty good yeah. so you'd watch the third Yeah. I would because of the way they did it I think that's a very good way to keep people going right after fr- season three though well I don't know Cause I, 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 did, I said that they should have ended they should end it after season two after watching season two, and they I feel like they're in good stead to start season three. So at the end of season three, they might need, they might yeah. be in good stead to do season four. So True. I don't know. We'll Twenty see. minute episodes, it's yeah, easy to get through, easy to power through. Kind of like the end of the FM world as well. well. That's an easy one to get through. Yeah, as well. we haven't talked about. We that haven't yet, talked have about. That. So let's talk about the end. That's why of the I said world. it, mate. That's why I said it. Segway King. Genius. I know. I know. Um, fucking shit, Glenn. <laughs> cheers, mate. Have you seen the end of the fucking world? No, I haven't. Fuck off, then. Oh. Um, so. <laughs> I guess us three have seen it. Yeah. Uh, so, do you want to talk us through the story? The oh, plot? mate. Uh, it's about a kid who thinks 
He's, he's an emo kid that fucking hates everything, no? No, no. he thinks he's a serial killer, pretty oh. much. Well, okay. Thinks he's a serial killer. Thinks he's a psychopath. Yeah, thinks right. he's a psychopath. And there's a girl who doesn't have the greatest home life. Well, she doesn't have a bad home life, but her mum ignores her and her stepdad, or whatever right. he is to her, is a bit of an arsehole. Right. Well, he is, he's an arsehole. And basically, she's kind of like, she's pretty much like F.U. society because yes. like she's sitting, she's sitting at a table like this with, her, with people she knows. And the people are texting her instead of talking to her. Right. And she's just like, well, she's like, why aren't you just talking to me? She's like, because it's free. Yeah. And then the girl's like, well, F this, throws it on the floor, her phone, and then walks over to the psychopath because she's like, he's a bit odd. Maybe yeah. me and him can get on. And yeah, it's a little bit of a roller coaster ride for the both of them, really. Like, they they're on a little road trip, don't they? Yeah, so like, he punches his dad, seals the dad's car, she gets in the car with him. Yeah, uh, well, she well she kind of like takes a liking to him, and he thinks because he's like killed animals and stuff like that before. So and he wants to feel wonder what he wants. He's wondering what it's like to kill a real person. Yeah. Right. So he's kind of thinking like, okay, I need to pretend to like this girl, pretend to be a boyfriend, so I can kill her. Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. So and you kind of hear their internal monologues, don't you? Yeah. Because. She's like, I think I like him. Like, she's called Alyssa and his name's Jess. I think I like him. And then he's like... Is she he's Northern? Like, yeah. Right. And he's like, well, you know... She was I, James. I, 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 think, James. I think if if I do this, then, you know, this is what she wants. Because he thinks he's psychotic. And so he's posh. He does... He's just mm, a, a bit odd. Just not Northern. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> and, like, because he doesn't obviously... In a sociopathic way, he doesn't really know how to respond to right. like emotions and yeah, yeah, yeah. what people think. So he does what he thinks she wants him to do. Right. And then, yeah, he eventually does kind of fall for her a bit. And um, Does he kill her in the end? No. Oh, um, boring, then, but he does kill someone. Huh? So, like, they have this road trip. They're just kind of trying to get away from society. Right. And they kind of, you know, they have fallings out. and you They crash the car, didn't they? They crash the car, they burn it. And then... Um, no, but they didn't burn it. They crushed it and it exploded. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, then this guy picks him up, right. gives him a little lift, right. He's a bit of a offers nuts. him a Yeah, and then he gets goes to the toilet and he literally gets James's hand and puts it on his dick. Nice. And then the girl walks in and is like, "What the hell's happening? What the fuck?" And then she's like, "James, are you gay?" And he's like, "No." She's like, "Why did you let that happen?" He's like, "I just let things happen." Mm. Right. And then they steal the guy's wallet and money. Yeah. Is that the person they kill or not? No. no. And then so basically, it's kind yeah. of like a, uh, what do they call it? I know the German word. Like when they um, grow and you know it's like a coming of age story, right. um, isn't it? Really, for both of them, like they find out who they are, they kind of grow and experience like, love. If and that's then coming of age, then but it's it's, yeah, it's yeah. like a really alternative like Channel Four way of you know, growing up. Yeah. And then um, yeah, then they break into this house, a fat that, house as well. That this rich guy you know lives in and then like Alyssa falls asleep and then James just wants to be near her so he like crawls under the bed and just like falls asleep there and then the guy but he also figures out that oh no yeah he figured out before that he's a serial killer the guy's a yeah he he keeps women and rapes the guy who owns the house and then this guy comes back and you know basically tries to rape Alyssa and then he ends up killing him and then he realizes he doesn't want to be a psychopath. Yeah, but then like Alyssa is kind of like shit. He's killed someone, and they don't really know how to process it. process that. Yeah. Like, he can't deal with that. He's killed someone, and she's a bit scared of him. Mm. And then uh, they go and find her dad because they think that they clean up the house and all that stuff. Right, and, and they put the um, pictures of all the people that man's murdered around him. Mm. But the man's mum 
comes, I think, I think she comes to clean the house or something, right. or she just comes to visit him, sees it, she takes all the evidence and burns oh. it. Yeah. So when the police come, they just, think, they just think a man's been murdered, yeah. and they find her oyster card or something. Something like that. Some so, sort of right. identification. Yeah, so they know that they've been there. So now they've got the police on them. Yeah, find and the knife as well. He, yes. used, he left the knife in the... That was so dumb. Like the filter for the swimming pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so dumb. So then they go after... They, they, James and Alyssa try and find Alyssa's dad because he lives in, like, a caravan. He, right. you know, is a bit cut off from the world and he's a, a bit... bit yeah, but he, she yeah, thinks but... her dad loves her because her dad sends her cards every year for her birthday and Christmas. Right. But it's actually her mum who does it. Ah. And so when she goes to visit her dad and finds out her dad's actually got another kid, yeah. and her dad's a bit of a bums, yeah. yeah, right. But she's kind of like upset, but she gets on with it because she's like, well, there's not much else I can do. Yeah. And the dad gives them up, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, money. Because he sees on TV that they're wanted, oh, and he calls the police, and then and then there's one police woman who basically just wants them to pay for what they've done, and then there's another one who's a bit more like, well, hold on, they might they might be doing this for a reason, kind of thing. Yeah, and it's yeah. like that was Yara from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. And there's and like a little subplot between the policemen as well. I feel like yeah, there's they a, like slept together or something. They did, yeah. And but they don't really talk about. Like I don't even know why. I don't know why that was in the in the program. To be honest. But then it ends quite ambiguously, doesn't it? Because um, James runs towards. Well, they're on the coast, and James one runs towards the sea. Um, and, he's one hundred percent. And then you just hear gunshots. He was running across like James an open beach, not even weaving, right. bruv. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, it turns out like like the start of these like these two characters who like I'm going to say didn't really even like each other obviously James particularly not because he wanted to kill her and then obviously <laughs> this girl who just wanted to like somewhere to get away from her family yeah. and then the way it ends like these two actually like basically like, in love with each other right. and like not willing to part from each other James literally has to to get yeah. away from Alyssa and get, uh, he has to hit her over the head and knock her out so that he can run away. And he also claims after he knocked her out, he's like, it was all me. It was none. It was yeah. nothing to do right. with her kind yeah. of thing. And he's like, and he turned eighteen. I think like the day before, so he would have been tried as an as an adult. Yeah. So I'm assuming they killed him. And also, James is a bit messed up because he he witnessed his mum commit suicide. Yes. Nice. Do we want to see a series two? No. No, I think it was good the way, uh, yeah. the way it was. You like the ambiguity of the ending? Well, the kind of ambiguity of the ending. I'm not sure how if I like the ending, but the way it's ended, I think that's it. It should just be done. Because I'm a bit of a sap, I wanted them to get away together. <laughs> Do like a lot. There was that. a boat. They were going to go on the boat. Uh, but yeah. international waters and all that, mate. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was quite... Yeah, it was... It was uh, for, quite cute. For, yeah. a, for a short series, I thought it was very good. And they done well to... Quite sub- subversive, yeah. in a very sense. Very thought-provoking. But you wouldn't want a season set. No. No, it doesn't need a season set. No. no. Although I'm worried that now it's on Netflix, it probably will get a series yeah, two. About 13 mm. reasons why. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I love that show, but... Unless they do a trial of the, of the end of the month. But... Yeah, it kind of ended. It just needed to end. Yeah. Um, I, but... I don't know what they're going to do for um, 13 reasons why. They might do another one. Different person. Different set of characters. No, because I, I, I think the girl's in it again. Uh, what, Hannah Baker? Yeah, yeah. she's going to be in it. But I don't really know. I feel, they feel that they kind of delve into her psyche quite well. Mm. You know? And I hate a lot of not topics as well. That was a fucking tough series to watch, man. Especially mm. towards the end. I'm glad we like watched it, though. Because yeah, I feel yeah. like... Yeah. I'm surprised so many people did watch it. Yeah. I mean, when I first saw it, I thought, oh, this is going to be some sappy high school bullshit. <laughs> And then, and then I saw the eighteen certificate. I was like, hmm, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll be interested in this. <laughs> uh, 
uh. I know I'm very uh, shallow in concept. <laughs> but talking of Netflix, uh, you've finally seen the Cloverfield Paradox. Yes. So, do you want to... Did it make any sense to you? We can go into spoilers yeah, now. Ki- kind of. It did kind of go into a little bit of sense. I mean, it was weird and... So, they're on the spaceship, <laughs> shit, they collide the Higgs boson particle, yeah. then they kind of, this parallel world kind of merges. Yeah, so they went into, let's say, the Universe 3, but they dragged in stuff from Universe 2. Why 3? Yeah, where's Universe 1? Why not? They were Universe 1. Yeah. Right. But then they... So they, they went to a parallel they went to a parallel universe which different things happened and in doing so they opened a gate yeah, where thought, monsters yeah, went down. Yeah, but I thought they were there. Yeah. And then they travelled over there and whatever when they smashed mm-hmm. the Higgs boson into a completely different thing. But that um, white blonde woman yeah. that came into it, she was from a completely different universe. No, well, she, she, I no, thought she they went from, into her yeah, universe. Yeah, they went into her universe and oh. that's why she was trapped within all the mechanics because yeah. I think where she was standing in the other universe, she, they kind of right. caught her. See, that's where I've... Yeah. That was, that was that, messed up. Like, literally... Yeah, was, that was weird. They, like, they hear this banging, on, and they're like, what's that? And then they undo the metal panel from the wall, mm. and this woman is literally trapped within all the wires, just, like, screaming for help. Like, mm. it's like, because a, a thing has happened, it's kind of smashed two things together. And where she was placed... She's been smushed in the wall with all the wires. Yeah. Which that doesn't technically make sense because the ship is the exact same size. So I'll just throw that out there. But so like her role on the ship was the same as the The Chinese lady. The Asian lady, yeah. Yeah. And so but she doesn't know you know, neither of those know who the other exists. But all the rest of the characters are the same, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, She kind of quite a manipulative character as well. She was, yeah. She was a bit of a bitch. Yeah, but she was only doing it for her, she, but she was doing it for her own reasons because she wanted to get back to her own yeah. plane yeah. of existence. But then, did she say anything about monsters in her plane of existence? No, no. Because then I suppose yeah. that's where your your world one, two, and three comes into. Yeah, I suppose because the world the world that they found that they were so far away from was, well, well. The well, thing is, the explanation for it was that guy who was on the the TV, and he said that if you do this, you'll open like a. Gateway to, to monsters. Yeah. Yeah. So no, the guy on the TV said that you're gonna basically fuck up every universe everywhere by doing this, didn't he? That, well, that was the whole probably. paradox. Yeah, but it, it did facilitate the the alien monsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming. I've never thought about doing that kind of thing in space, like doing hydron collider in space. Wow, it's such a ma- it create it creates so much energy. Like the reason they have it like miles underneath Switzerland is so that I guess all the energy can be absorbed, you know, because it'll create... I don't yeah. know much about it, but yeah. I'm sure it'll create a huge, like, earthquake. Mm. And if you're doing that in space, like, you're going to need something so strong that it's not going to... And I guess there's no gravity in space, right. is there? It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't create an earthquake, would it? No, I'm not saying an earthquake, but because it's underground, it I'm saying the, the kind of force of it would reverberate out. Right. I'm sure. And if there's no no force in space that's holding anything yeah, together, yeah, yeah. then it'd probably just obliterate everything. Yeah. But was that the thir- the first time we've seen the monster? No, you see it in Cloverfield. Yeah, but do do you see it properly? I can't remember. I haven't watched. You it. do see it. You yeah. see it within the mist, at least. But the you monster don't see the face. Of you it, do, though. yeah. What in Cloverfield? Yeah, almost certainly oh, do. Okay. But the monster at the end of the Cloverfield paradox is like hundred times larger than the one in in Cloverfield. Yeah. So that's why it suggests that that takes place. The end of the film takes place a long time after Cloverfield. Yeah. 
It will take her a while to travel back to Earth. She travels back, doesn't she, from the space station after they reverse it. Yeah, but that wouldn't take that long. It would take, it would take what, half a day? It's usually the time that astronauts come back. It's not... Yeah, but eight. she... I mean, yeah, sorry. But yeah, but they've been up there for ages and this thing's been going on for... Since they hit the thing together, the thing's been open. Yeah, but what didn't make sense to me was... It might fuck So when they time. collide the... Well, this is, probably is just a time fuck. But when they yeah. collide the Higgs boson, from that time, you still see her husband down on Earth. Yeah. And within the time of the, the film, all he does is basically go from his house to the hospital that he works, yeah. discovers that's destroyed, finds a little girl, and then goes to a shelter. Yeah. Like, I can't see that taking yeah. very long. Well, whereas, from the duration of the kind of up in space and the way the monsters come and with the yeah. chronology of the rest of the films, that's not it kind of makes it either. seem like it's years. Because Cloverfield... They said 500 days, didn't they? Sorry. Well, I'm not sure. No, they were up in the space station oh, for, for 500 yeah. days before they collided yeah. it together. Yeah. Oh, okay. But then obviously, like, Cloverfield, the first film is 2008. Yeah. So we don't really... When's this, this set? Because obviously the footage and stuff in Cloverfield happens once the monster's here. Yeah. But that monster's a lot smaller, which is why it's so confusing, because this that, whole chronology that, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that, that's the thing, though. I think at the end of the film, when the guy, the woman's... Hamilton's boyfriend or husband whatever it is gets the call to say that they're back and they're coming back we don't know how long on that earth has gone by when they come or whether they're back on the right earth plane of existence either we're mm. just assuming they are yeah that's a good point it could be a different thing completely another universe True. yeah I mean it doesn't make any sense it's co- yeah it's a complete mind but it was fun. a good film it weren't bad yeah I wouldn't watch it again interesting do you know what would have been interesting is if they combined it with the film Life so that pod that lands and creates the you know the monster. Might still could be venom, mate. Could still be venom. Could still be venom. Mm. Cool. Well, it seems like the uh, alien forces were pretty unstoppable. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking about unstoppable because I haven't watched all of it yet. Uh, but well done, but well, well done. Thanks. Is unstoppable the train film? Yeah. yeah. Right. Obi started watching. I mean, yeah, with that. Denzel and yeah. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah. And. What else have you? What have you been watching then, Obi? Um, I watched. I've been watched um, a Netflix, a new Netflix series yesterday called Everything Sucks. Does it suck? Um, it's all right actually. It's okay. It's my like you know. It's like teen drama, that teen angst, and that sort of thing. So it's more, right up my street. But um, it's basically a, it's set in the nineties, and they make they make they really really try to hammer it home to you that it's set in the nineties. Okay. Um, tries too hard or yeah I think so too hard like they try and use loads of different slang and like they say coolio and for shizzle and all stupid shit like that. do they say hectic and they, no <laughs> no what hectic what is that, is that you've never heard hectic no nah. okay. is that a 90s thing I don't know if it's a 90s thing fair enough but... um, yeah and they talk about how, like, how slow the internet is and stuff like that. they tell well they kind of parody how slow the internet is but yeah because they're like oh why would anyone put something on the internet if it wasn't true and all stuff like that but yeah <laughs> So basically, it's set in this high school in a in a real town called Boring. It's in Oregon, I think. But yeah, the town's called Boring. The high school's not real. And basically, it's about these um, high school kids, like three freshmen, one sophomore, uh, one junior, and then like one senior or something what, like that. What does that mean? <laughs> oh, freshmen's like so. Freshmen's like year ten. Okay. A sophomore is year eleven. You right. Know, a junior's year twelve. A senior's year thirteen. So a senior's the year you graduate. 
Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So you start when you start high school, you're a freshman. So they start high school in year 10? Yeah. Or when they're like 14, they start high school. I believe. Shit, education system. God. Yeah. So yeah, basically, um, it's uh, this kid called Luke, who's a really good actor. I can't remember the actor's name, but um, and he asks out this girl called Kate, and Kate throughout the series is kind of like unsure about her sexuality. Basically, she's only like fifteen, so it's a bit like obviously it's seemingly quite difficult for her. And her dad, her dad is the principal of the school. Um, and his wife died like 10 years ago and he's like a massive like neat. he's a massive no nah, he's not better he's a massive neek but he's really likeable and basically he likes um, Luke the main character's mum <laughs> and they kind of have like a little thing like a but, um, and like yeah so they have like a relationship obviously the, the, the son and daughter have like a kind of a relationship not really in the, in the end they just become friends and then it kind of like revolves around the AV club and the drama club and them coming together and making a film, uh, making a school film. Why is the AV club always like the geeky thing? Like, What what does AV stand for? Audiovisual. Oh, okay. Audiovisual. Fucking Cheers, Chris. That's right. So, but yeah, was it comedy, drama? It's a drama with little hints of comedy. Oh, it? really? Okay. Like, Will there be a season two? Do you yeah, think? I think so. Would you recommend it? Uh, you won't like it. You, I won't like it. You won't like it. You you will watch it, but you won't. Like it. I think you'll be horrified. Oh, okay. And Joe, just don't. Watch. Why won't I like? Fair it? enough. Because it's not it's not up your street at all. Okay. It's not up your street. Why if I you? if I know you, I think I know you. Mate, is it like Gossip Girl? Because that thing was. No, Gossip Girl was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not like Gossip Girl. But you know the one yeah. of the women from Gossip Girl is the lead singer of the Pretty Reckless. Yeah. Who's the Pretty Reckless? They're a rock band. Dan's sister, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've, never heard, I've never heard of him. Yeah. yeah they're all right. I saw him at Reading. Yeah, same. Um, okay. Would I like Den of Thieves? Oh, Dan's the character in uh, oh, Gossip Girl. Oh, oh, so. I thought you were talking Den about Dan Wayne. Like, you... Just saying, though, the Gossip Girl ending was pretty whack. Yeah, it was. It was rubbish. Um, it was Dan. Whoa! Spoiler! Spoiler! <laughs> Oh, was it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, 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 you could tell that, that... Sorry, I'm going back to Gossip Girl quickly. But you could tell that they only decided that Dan was really Gossip late. Girl. Really, yeah, really, really late in the last series. Wait, why, I feel like... why is Dan a Gossip Girl? Oh, Gossip Girl is like the anonymous uh, website that posts up everybody's gossip. Oh. The thing is, though, like, you could see like the first few episodes, it could have been him. And then, like, they completely debunk that, like, straight away. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and who's it going to be? Yeah. And, like, throughout, throughout you're like... You spend, like, the whole six seasons thinking, oh, who's it going to be? And it ends up being... But it's like... Is it Pretty Little Liars? Pretty Little Liars. You find out who A is. Do you ever find out who Yeah, you f- I think you find out who A is in like season four, don't you? No, you find out who A is. No, there's like an A and there's like an A. There's another A. There's, there's like an A+. Plus. Like, there's, there's, yeah. I think it's, like, it's called A something else. A plus or something like that. Someone, someone told me how it, how it went. Oh, is it finished now? I'm pretty sure they've finished it now, yeah. I might, I might catch up then. No, there's seven seasons. I'm not going to bother. I watched the first three seasons. Cause I thought it was four seasons long. I was like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I found out it was on season six, and I was like, nah. I did that with uh, Supernatural. I th- it was supposed to end after series five or six or something. No, season and twelve. Mate. I ended up. I was like, all right, I can stick with this. Magnifique. And then they just kept <laughs> ordering yeah. more series. I was like, it's, I can't it's magnifique, magnifique. Mm. So let's go back to Denis. Wait, hold on. What was the other TV series uh, that was like Gossipy Girl kind of vibe? Nine or two or no? Yeah, yeah mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six two. It's bugging, me. it's bugging me, I couldn't think of it, sorry. sorry, sorry. Yeah. 
shit table. Anyway, go again, sorry. Den of Thieves. So I know a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, my God. So yeah, Den of Thieves. <laughs> Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves is a heist film um, starring O'Shea Jackson Jr. 50 Cent's in it, I guess. Um, <laughs> the guy who plays... I think it's the guy who plays Porn Stash in um, Orange is the New Black. What? If you know what I'm talking about. You know yeah, yeah. Porn Stash, yeah. That's a good name. The guy's got the, mas- the porn moustache and he's a police officer. And he's really, but he's a bully to all the girl, the yeah. women. Uh I only saw like the series one. He was into the series. Was, I think that's the one that he's like predominantly yeah. in. Anyway, doesn't matter. Okay. Sounds um, like something you're giving up for. And me. yeah, so yeah, them three <laughs> and the hilariously unsexy Gerard Butler. And he looks so scruffy in this film. It makes me sick. Oh, the guy is so unappealing. Oh, it winds me up. Also, not gay or anything, but. It just, oh, God. Where did you have to go to watch this film? I went to Orpington. To Orpington. Yeah. Big up Orpington, yeah. Odeon. We live nowhere near there. But, um, well. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, basically, yeah, sorry. It's a heist film, and basically, Joe Butler is a policeman, and it's basically him and his crew trying to um, catch out O'Shea Jackson and his crew um, just after they've committed a robbery. I think they stole a truck, but it didn't have any money in it. But the reason they wanted to steal a truck was so they go and can. Com- com- could go and do another job and basically these policemen were trying to catch him out before they could go and do that job and they capture O'Shea Jack uh, what's his name I think his name was Donnie in the film they captured Donnie and basically they beat him up like these guys are like pretty um, uh, unethical policemen I suppose okay. so they're just like messing him up like they taser him and stuff like that like trying to get him to get information in the end he sings like he like, sings like a canary and um, honestly and he, give, <laughs> and he basically gives them all the information Snitches get stitches, mate. In it. Exactly. He gives them all the information and um, he um, goes back to his crew and basically acts like nothing's happened. Um, and then he gets keeps getting followed by policemen, so that kind of like tracking all the moves and stuff like that. And he tells the policeman that, oh yeah, they, I'm just the driver, they don't actually tell me anything. I only find out um, when we're on the day we're, we're, that we're doing the job, what the job is, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Joe Butler basically is a like a deadbeat dad, cheats with his wife, his wife gets divorced from him, and he's just like a drunk, but I suppose he wants to catch uh, the bad guy, so he's committed to the job. I guess. Well, so he's scruffy Yeah, well. and he's scruffy as fuck. <laughs> so, like, honestly. He needs to get a tailor, mate. Honestly. Uh, like, <laughs> he, actually does, he actually does go to a tailor. In the does he? Yeah, surprisingly enough. Soon looks horrible. Uh, but, um, classic. So yeah, and he's like trying to uh, catch these bad guys, but at the same time, he's like probably like, trying to antagonise them as well. I'm not entirely sure what his reason for doing it was, but like the main bad guy, he like sleeps with his girlfriend. Um, <laughs> nice. But he he thought he was doing that to get information, but in reality, the main bad guy um, told his girlfriend to sleep with him to to give him false information. So she gives him uh, false information to go. Oh, they're, they're robbing this bank at this time, so they go to that bank. Um, all the um, bad guys are there pretending to rob this bank. Well, actually, they're digging a hole through the ground. And they're going out through the sewer to go to the um, Los Angeles Federal Reserve where they keep all the money in the bank to go and rob that. Um, and obviously, like, because the policemen all think that they're all at the bank, they take some long time to get, when they figure out that they're not actually there, it takes them ages to go and get to the Federal Reserve. They go and rob the Federal Reserve. Um, uh, they all do, like, their separate bits, you know, um, because there was, some, there was something about when uh, new bills get issued they have to um, destroy all the old bills and they destroy like $30 million worth of um, worth of bit, old bills every day or something like that. So they 
take the old bills that were about to be destroyed and they're about to go and get away with them. And then uh, on the way, basically when the job's finished, the policemen find um, Donnie, which is O.J. Jackson, and they start beating him up. And they're like, oh, where are they? Where are they? He spills the beans, tells them where they are. Of course he does. Of course he does. Snake. Uh, and they like handcuff him to the car and like, right, yeah, stay here while we go and find these lot. They all get caught in traffic on their way to escape. And then there's like a massive shootout. Um, basically everybody die. all the bad people die. Um, one, a couple of good people die, but no, nobody important. And um, Joe Butler gets, gets the guy. And then they open the, the car, which they had all the money stashed in, and they're like, it's all, like, there's nothing there. It's just, like, shows a shredded bits of paper. But they're like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And then they go back to the police car. Um, Dolly's managed to escape. Basically, it turns out that um, Osha Jackson basically concocted this whole thing to basically get himself all the money, and he's fucked off to London. Sneaky prick. Yeah. Was it all right? Snitches don't get stitches, mate. Snitches get bills, bro. Snitches get riches. Yeah. (laughs) There was... um... It was longer than a Google trip because I googled this film and it said it was an hour and a half. So I was like, "Yeah, cool. I'll go and watch this at uh, nine, four, uh, nine o'clock." I think it started, and I got a cinema and it was like fucking half past eleven. I was like, what the "Oh fuck? wow!" I was like, "What the fuck?" And I looked it up on Wikipedia and it was like two hours twenty. I was like, "Okay." That Google is not a good source Honestly, of film running not, time information. Not at all. But, um, probably gives you what they're originally meant to be. Or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. But no, it was it was a decent film. Apparently, they're making a sequel to it, and apparently, it's going to focus on O'Shea Jackson. I can see. It? I can see that. Yeah. Would you watch it? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Don't let's jab Joe, you've been quiet, mate. What have you been watching? Not a lot, really. No? I, I watched Cloverfield Paradox. Okay. I started watching Coach Snoop. Yeah, yeah. same. Nah. No. No? No. Nah. Not it, inspiring? It no, it doesn't entice. It's not It's, it's not like, Last Chance You, mate, no, is it's it? It's not like Last Chance You or the, the Falcon one. Yeah. The Falcon one on Amazon. Is that good? Yeah, it's actually quite good. Mm. Is that following the... Falcons, yes. the proper the football team. Arizona, Arizona, yeah. Arizona Falcons, yeah. It follows them over the 15-16 season. Aren't Man City doing something similar? I, I don't they, know, but Juventus are. Yeah, I, oh, I, Juventus, actually, yeah. I started watching that as well. Oh, is it on Netflix now? Yeah, it's on I'm Netflix. Not, I'm not what? That's on Netflix? Yeah, the Juventus one, yeah. I'm oh, not right. It's all in Italian, though. Oh, Obviously, with yeah. subtitles. But oh, right. Okay. I'm fine, man. Hey, hey, none of that. Sorry for any Italian listeners. It's a me, Mario. Sorry, any Italian <laughs> listeners. Joe's accents do not reflect the views of your average critics. Okay, slowly <coughs> moving on then. Yes, yeah, so what are we watching, Chris? You've got Van Helsing down here, second week in a row. Oh, did I talk about it last week? No, you didn't. Oh, did I? Is that the Netflix? It's a Netflix series. I've, I've been looking at the trailer for it. don't look too bad. It's all right. It's all right. It's a good twist because uh, Van Helsing is the, is the person who goes after Dracula in the books, isn't he? Yeah. And, yeah. But in this, it's a twist. It's not... Van Housing, it's Vanessa Helsing. Okay. Yeah. Still so, Van Housing. Yeah, yeah, still Van Housing. And basically, so it's two, we're on season two now. I'm, I'm nearly finished it. And basically, it starts off that she's asleep. And this. Season two. Season one. Right. Starts with she's asleep. And that uh, this policeman, uh, not policeman, this soldier is guarding her. And there's like a medical woman. And they've basically just got to guard her and do tests on her and stuff because she's the key but no one really knows why she is the key for what Mm, good point no one knows yeah well and then he kisses her she wakes up kills some bad guys cold realises that she's why do you kiss her I don't remember because love's kiss conquers all yeah pretty fairy tale yeah yeah but basically it's 
It's them being in this building and keeping her safe and to realise that she actually, if she gets cut, she heals. Um, so she's immortal? Yeah, I think, unless she gets, I think, I assume she gets shot in the head like a, like a vampire, she'll be dead. Or she gets staked. Can she turn if she gets bit? Well, this is the other thing. She, she I don't believe, gets can get turned. Well, she can't get turned if she gets bit. Mm. But if she bites a, a vampire, they'll turn back to human. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's that's, the, why, sh- that's why she's the the key. The key. Yeah, exactly. And go. so, but basically, while they're up in this building, they let other people in, and the people don't like the rules, and they like kind of try and revolt. Right. Then one of the people starts killing other people in the group, in this building, and like they boot someone out because they assume it was them, and it's not them, mm. and it's like, it's the guy. There's a guy who can't talk. And it's him. And prior to the vampire apocalypse, he was like a serial killer. Proper chatterbox. <laughs> yeah, he was a serial killer. And basically, they're like, okay, you've got to go. Yeah. Then Vanessa's like, her whole, whole aim is to find her daughter because her daughter's not there. And she's definitely a, a vampire. Her daughter's a vampire. Oh, yes, she's <gasps> she's been taken by shock. She's been taken by like the people who have been around who because basically vampires existed for ages prior to. So what happened was. Something covered over, like, the sky, so it wasn't as bright, so vampires can walk freely, and that's what the vampire apocalypse happened. And now you've got different types of vampires. You've got the vampires who can talk like humans, and they just need the blood. Then you've got the really old vampires who are, like, more skillful and, like... like, Dracula. Yeah, kind of, but he's not in it. Uh, Well, as of yet, he's not in it. Uh, And then you've got the ones who are, like, who I don't think have fed for ages, so they've turned into, like, these skeleton-y kind-looking ones. It sounds a lot like Walking Dead. It is, but... It's just decent. It's not. It's not a bad. It's not a good program. And like season two is more. She sit. She got her daughter. She bit her daughter. Right. Her daughter turned to dust. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was like over. Like within like she had her daughter for like three episodes. Right. I don't. I, I fell asleep. To at a bit when she turned her, but she turned her. They were playing in the snow. And then the sun came out, <laughs> and her daughter started burning. Nice. And she held her daughter, and she just turned to dust. And I was like, they're like. I was like, what the, f- right. what the hell's just happened? And then it was just like over. And- she was angry for like an episode or two, and then it's just kind of like, all right, cool, <laughs> move on, move on. Oh, right. like, but the other voice. four people that she's turned and she's like with, perfectly fine. So they haven't really delved into why, but she's now being captured and taken to a research facility because, for her parents knew that a vampire apocalypse was going to come, and her parents, um, she was tested on, and she's so she got put with this. This vampire gene, I think. And that's why she can do what she can do. And she's got a sister as well. Right. And basically, they're in this facility. She's mad as well. Like, she's not mad, but, like, they're in a facility, yeah, where she's... She, they've, they've captured her, put her in a facility. And she's just, like, gone on a rampage killing all these security guards. I'm like, these humans, man, allow it. Yeah, but they captured her. They did. And then, so, basically, this woman pretends to be her mum. And is like, oh, but you've got to go... Because there's this ancient vampire. And they've got a secret key. They've got a key... To open some kind of door that you don't know really what it opens, and it's is, but you is know the ancient vampire Dracula. I've, I don't know. I haven't seen him yet. But like basically, then they find out that there's a sister out there. So, the last episode I watched, the old lady goes to shoot Vanessa in the head. And that's oh, the end of the episode I'm on. So I'm assuming Vanessa's not dead. But sounds like it raises a lot more questions than it answers. <sighs> yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> but nice. yeah, no, it's decent. I mean. There's not a lot to it, really. But okay. 
Watch it if you've got time, basically. Yeah, it's just background noise, isn't it? Background. No, I'm joking. It's, it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. Fodder. Yeah. If, you're, if you're playing FM, put it on. I haven't played FM. Ages. Do you want to discuss any of the CW stuff? Or... We'll talk about Black Lightning. Oh no, we can talk about the episode you've seen of Black Lightning. Yeah, I'm losing. <laughs> Can't I'm, I'm losing uh, interest in it. Really, the what? first two episodes were good, and then it's kind of just getting a bit. Plateaued a bit. Yeah, mm. it's it's kind of falling into the formulaic. For, yeah, really formulaic. So like, should we just spoil it and say the next episode then? Like, so Khalil is now paralyzed, and okay, cool. And then like, it's not cool, which, mate. No, it's not. But it's like I didn't want him to be paralyzed. That's just like the cliche. Like cliche someone's gonna be to do. And then obviously like Tobias Wales now like buttering him up to try and turn him against Black Lightning. Um, Tobias to, to brutal, turn the, the the public against Black Lightning as well. Can um, I just say that has not happened yet? Yeah. What? That hasn't happened yet in episode five. Oh, really? Yeah. And then what else? Um, what's her name? Alyssa? Anissa. Anissa. Um, she, she's with the Asian barmaid and she she's like coming into her powers a bit more. So you know that barmaid, um, she had the comic in her back pocket. The outsiders. Oh, right. Yeah. Um. It, so how she, in the comics, is part of the outsiders. So that's like a. Ah, uh, okay. Like a little fourth wall break thing, sort of thing. What Anissa so, is, or the no, um, the Chinese girl. Oh, okay. And apparently her mum's in Amazon. Oh really? Mm. Oh right. What an Amazon lady. Like. Uh, like Amazonian. A... No, like an Amazon package. <laughs> really, we are not sponsored by Amazon. Yeah. Um. Oh, so we can be if you want though. Can you send us some free merch? Yeah, recording. And she seems like Anissa <laughs> seems quite kind of pro superheroes being, you know, out in the sense that people know who they are and mm. should be kind of truthful with their family and stuff. So I feel like that might cause um, uh, Black Lightning to maybe reveal himself to his family, Jefferson to his mm. family. So I don't know. But yeah, it's getting to the point where I'm like, you can't really be bothered to watch. I it feel anymore. like the action isn't very. There isn't much of it, and there isn't. I don't feel like it's very exciting, and I want. I want to get to the point where, you know, the proper inciting incident where Tobias and Black Lightning inevitably meet, um, and yeah, and yeah. and then uh, Gamby's getting a bit kind of suspicious. Mm. So we don't really know what he's up to. But yeah, you can tell me what happens in episode five. I don't mind. I'll probably watch it. But Unless nothing particularly interesting happens. There's a few questionable parts in it, I think. Yeah. Um, so, um, Tobias Well actually meets um, Gamby. Like, and they kind of like act as if... Like, so I'm pretty sure Gamby's known that Tobias Well has been alive for all, all this time. Okay. And he's just not told back line. Yeah. Because back line thinks he's dead. Um, and you find out more about why Tobias is as strong as he is as well. Serum. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Completely forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah, he takes this serum, and that's why I think he's got like this super strength. Okay. But um, what was the thing that Lady Eve was doing? She was just like sewing up some like dead guy. Yeah. You, you didn't and really see they, anything. And, and then they opened so... their eyes. The dead person yeah. opened their eyes. So I don't know what I don't know what she was doing. I thought she was honestly. sucking out stuff. Out yeah, but she just kept like yeah, you know, like yeah. when they um. Is it embalm people? Mm. When, uh, I thought that's what she would like, She works at the funeral home, I think. So oh, right. I think that's what she, I thought that's what she did. Oh, maybe but, that's how she does moves the drugs. 
or oh, something. Yeah. Maybe she puts it inside maybe. the body. Who has to open their eyes? Yeah. True. Like, what the fuck? Unless, unless she's got some power as well. Yeah, maybe. Because they do talk about five, no, ten children who no. have, nine children who have powers. What, and is yeah, the so, bias one of them? Yeah, so well, we, don't, uh, we don't, don't know. know. No, I don't think he is. We know that Black Light, we assume Black Lightning is one of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. It's a good assumption, yeah, to make, but we don't they haven't actually confirmed. So nine children, but they're not siblings. No, well, but then I don't think like it might not have been children. It might have been like because Black Lightning, in, it was like they said it was in nineteen eighty seven. He wouldn't have been a child in nineteen eighty seven. He would have been like in like his twenties, maybe. Yeah, like, true. T- teenagers twenties. So maybe it was just like, I don't know, maybe it was nine teenagers or something. But anyway, um, so yeah, um, so you find out that like. Um, Gambi's a bit more sus- like he's becoming even more suspicious now so you're not like, actually not sure what side he's on or who he's trying to help lots of question marks yeah, above him yeah. yeah it's very ambiguous as to what like his purpose actually didn't is didn't they say he was part of the CIA ASA an ASA informant I don't know what, I don't know what that is but yeah. uh, there was one he line yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was one line he said in episode 4 I think it was and the fact that it came out of his mouth it's made it so cringy I can't remember what it was but it was just something that, you know, if your granddad said, like, uh, I don't know, like, Wagwan fam, like, you'd just be like, <laughs> why are you saying that? And and it's just like, when Gamby says stuff like that, I'm just like, no, mm. no, Fair don't like it. But, but I'll carry on watching it. There's, there's like, you have the, um, the internal conflict, really, of, like, Black Lightning and whether he should... No, basically, the suit isn't really stable enough, but Black Lightning is still using it anyway. Yeah, it's like making him black, black out and get headaches yeah. and stuff. Oh, okay. He basically just gets beaten up by like a book standard person yeah. because of his. He but... seems he seemed a lot angrier in this episode than he had been. I don't know if that was side effects of the suit, but I don't know. He seemed really like, just like pissed off with everyone like, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that the woman with the small head um, is his vice principal. I thought she was his secretary because in episode oh, four yeah, she's like, "I'm like... not your secretary." I was like, "Oh, mm. well, that wasn't obvious." Uh, <laughs> now it is. Yeah. yeah. And then also his daughter got into a bit of trouble, but she would rightfully... Jess or Anissa? Jennifer. Oh, my God, why do I always call her Jess? She said, Jennifer, like, these two girls, like, like basically just, like, verbally abusing her. And, like, and then they try to attack her, and she basically beats them both up. And she does take it a little far. She breaks one of the girl's wrists. Nah, and then that girl's mum comes to the house and is like... Mums. Mums, yes. And, yeah. And basically they talk it out and then oh, I wanted to say Jess then because you said it Jennifer Jennifer's mum is like you can't be doing that and then obviously Black Lion is like well done well done <laughs> you know he's like you beat up two of them mm. she's like yeah he's like nice nice yeah. she doesn't have powers no not yet not, I think not that we know I get a feeling that you get your powers when you hit a certain age so like Anissa y'all get right um, she she's turned a certain age, isn't she? Or she's above eighteen. She's like, yeah, she's like mid twenties. Yeah. She? So I'm thinking that maybe you start getting the powers when you're like in your twenties. Which but would then, fit with when yeah. Jefferson. But then obviously, if you want all of them to have powers, that won't fit because I feel like yeah, Jennifer's she's way six, off that. Like yeah. 16. Um. But yeah, and Anissa like she um starts investigating into she she does a bit of research about people like. Uh, suddenly gaining mysterious powers and she comes across these like these nine um, kids that Chris was talking about or children, teenagers, I don't know who they are but who um, it was to, they kind of linked it with um, you know, uh, I can't remember what it was called but you know that experiment when they um, injected black people with syphilis in America 
Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. So there was this thing. I can't remember what it's called. The something experiment. Basically, they told um, black people that, oh, yeah, we're um, testing you to try and fix something, some uh, disease or another, but it's, like, completely safe. And unbeknownst to these people who were test subjects, they were injected them with syphilis. That's horrible. Yeah. And um, so they linked it to that, and they were saying that the side effects of this experiment um, caused these people to have... Um, uh, like abnormal powers or abilities and stuff like that and then all these nine people disappeared apparently in 1987 or something like that and um, her and this granddad so Jefferson's dad was a reporter and he was going to write a story on it um, but then he died he, he died like a week later after he said, it announced that he was going like, to do like an expose he died like a week later presumably Tobias Whale killed him mm-hmm. um, how old is Tobias Whale though he doesn't look that old he doesn't the serum doesn't make him my age Oh, okay. Yeah. He's brutal, man. Like, he goes to his oh, yeah, dad's, his dad's house. house. Yeah, he kills his dad. And, uh, yeah, but he doesn't, like, kill him, like... He crushes him yeah. and makes him say he's going to die slowly. Why? Because his dad... So they do, like, a little flashback thing, and it shows, like, Tobias Well growing up. Basically, his dad was an abusive father. And his dad was basically like, you're not white, you're not black. You're like... Yeah, because I'm like a freak or something. Yeah. Like that, yeah. And it's like, what? That's, like, raw. Yeah. And, like, I got a feeling there was, like, a bit... Like, it wasn't incestuous, but it was almost like... Like, there was a part where they're, like, holding hands, a brother and sister, and I was like... It was really, like... I didn't get that feeling. Did you not feel it? I felt like I was a bit too much intimacy at one point, but I think it was just me misinterpreting it. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah, he... So, like, it kind of was, like... Is, like, contributing to him being, like, this uh, really, like, evil, cold villain. Like, he murders his own dad, basically. Because um, his, his um, sister says, like, your mind is clouded, you need to confront and defeat your first ever enemy. And obviously, that's his dad because his dad was a dick. So, yeah, he goes and <clears throat> kills his dad. Um, Sister's definitely the brains of the operation. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, his. Can I just say, did you mention about how when the girl was investigating that it was the granddad that did the reports and stuff? Yeah. Oh, he did, okay. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought now. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so yeah, and Anissa goes and she get, goes and investigates to the place where her dad used to work, um, her granddad used to work, and the guy um, who works there basically gives her a load of information and says, don't come back here because there's a likelihood you're going to get killed, sort of thing. So then she goes and she finds this key, takes her to this um, uh, safety, what are they called? Storage. Storage, yeah, storage Locker. unit. Yeah, yeah. Just storage unit. And she like, dresses up as like a superhero. Cause she, like, I feel like she like really wants to be a superhero now. So he gets all that like, glammed up and stuff. Just saying, the guy who helped her out would definitely, if she saw her on the the TV, be like, "I know who she is." Oh yeah, um, yeah. Cause she doesn't she doesn't her face or anything. Um, she has a mask on. It's like makeup. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. So she doesn't really do very well to hide her face. But she's basically gone snooping into like a whole load of whole load of shit. So she's good trying trying to. The thing that bugs me about that is that she she found the storage locker with all this information, but she had broken this storage locker. So if someone was... Because the guy was like, be careful because the people are watching. If the people are watching her, they now have access to all this information. She's mm. just like... Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. um, yeah, that's pretty much it. For, for Interesting though. So. I was approaching its halfway point, so I feel like it might kick on. Oh, is there only 10 episodes? Oh, I mean, it's 13, it's isn't it? So episode it? Oh. 6, 7 will be... Halfway. Mm. Mm. But I'm still enjoying it though. But I do agree with you that the the episodes 3, 4 and 5 aren't as good as episodes 1 and 2. But I'm still think I still quite enjoy mm. it. Okay. Anything else anyone wants to mention before we wrap up? 
Chris, didn't you want to talk about your greatest ever series or something like that? Didn't you? I swear you got that down for me. Yeah, what, oh, what, what, what do you think yeah. the best series of all time is? Chris said Game of Thrones is nowhere near the top. I can understand you saying that it's not top, but nowhere near it's I feel like it's harsh. But go on. I just can't even think of what my top is. I was trying to think of it the whole time. Well, the, the best ever series yeah. is what? One would probably be Breaking Bad. Okay. See, really? I was watching. I think Breaking Bad's better than Game of Thrones in my mind. Ooh, no, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think Breaking so. Bad. Breaking Bad's very good. Breaking Bad had some really good episodes, and overall, it was really good. But I feel like it did kind of lose its. Yeah, thrust. I was gonna. I was gonna say Breaking Bad's ending sort of spoiled it a little bit. I feel like Game of Thrones writing is spoiling it a little bit though. Definitely. And there was one series which was just a waste of time to me. I can't series remember. Five. Yeah, it just didn't engage me like. I would argue that's the only bad series, though. True. Out of the seven. But then I'd say, I'd probably say I enjoyed 24 more than I enjoyed Game of Thrones. Fair enough. Yeah. And I'd probably say... Chuck. I was going to say Smallville at one point, but there are so many seasons in that that were a drag. Mm. So I can't say that. Chuck, I excluded from it, because I think... No, it's that my, is your favourite. That is my favourite. I've watched that set on... I can't then believe why, do, why does that not make it the greatest series of all time? It doesn't have to be... Objectively, the greatest series yeah. of all time. Is it? I think the difference between favorite and best. Best, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. That yeah, makes sense. I agree. So my favorite probably is yeah. It's probably Chuck because mm. I've watched that. I've probably watched that series of madness probably about fifty times because <laughs> I watched it on a loop like yeah you did. yeah. So it's mad, but in school you had it on every day. Yeah, every day, mate. It's sick, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you I, got me. I, think, to it as I well. think the main things that for me. In order for a series to be great or considered to be the greatest, I think you need um, consistency, basically, in all the seasons. Yeah. And yeah. you need unpredictability. Yeah. And yeah. I think both Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad, and for me, 24 at points as well, all did provide that. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I think Game of Thrones is definitely, for me, anyway, personally, it's definitely... It's the, it's the top two, for me. It's either okay. Breaking Bad... It's, the, it's, either, it's either Game of Thrones or 24, for me. Mm-hmm. Um... I might side a bit more of 24 because that's finished and I know how it ends. Would you not include Friends in it? Uh, not really. No. I mean, I love sitcoms, but um, no, not, okay. re- not really. I feel like the first two, maybe two and a half series of House of Cards also ha- fit into that oh, yeah. category. 100%. And then that's gone 100%. so downhill. Yeah. Um, I really rated Supernatural at the beginning. And then it kind of... But the thing is, it's like gone on for 12 series and it veered off a bit and I think it's come back again mm. so I'd say that's probably up there maybe 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 I was a bit harsh in the chat I think Game of Thrones probably is a top five worthy in my mind but I don't think when people talk about it I am engaged with it and I obviously I do watch it just as much as well I've watched well I haven't watched just as much as you guys because I think you guys have watched it twice I don't know if you have but you two have haven't you or maybe three times yeah. yeah and like I just think sometimes I'm not as engaged with yeah. like the conversation of it like I, I do like my theory a lot like hearing the theories and stuff but like I think so, the conversation for me, sorry to interrupt yeah. you Chris I think the conversation for me after after you watch episode or before you watch episode is what makes it so great because yeah. there's so many things you can talk about yeah. true, and you can true. talk about it for hours yeah. just yeah. about loads of different theories. I just think there can be so much disappointment from having so much conversation though yeah fair enough you know like you, you're like it, it's almost like it's almost like when we're talking about the soul, the stones in the in yeah. in Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we're like, oh yeah, sick theory, sick theory, and it's gonna be some whack shit theory. Like, <laughs> why do you say whack? Yeah, it's gonna be just some shit thing that it's just gonna turn up somewhere on like yeah. on, underneath a stone or something. Yeah, it's gonna be like, all oh, right, cool, I found it. But like, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Another uh, good uh, series I like is the History Channel's Vikings. That's very good. Mm. Okay, I remember you talked about it before. That's yeah. very good. 
Yeah. Rag- what was the name? Ragnar. Ragnar Lothbrok. Ragnar Lothbrok. Fucking Don name. Don name. People man. people say that Sopranos is up there, but it's taken me years to watch it. Like the end they're not, not. They're just not like. It's more just slow paced drama. I mean, mm. it's unpredictable, but. Have you watched The Wire? People, people say nah. The Wire. I've watched season one of The Wire and it was really, really good. But season two is really slow and I'm just struggling to get through it. Yeah, I can't get I can't do slow series. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Oh, like, I'd say like Misfits. One of that one of those seasons were absolutely fantastic. Season one of it. Yeah, I thought, oh, absolutely. The first four series of Skins. Yeah. Were sick. And that yeah. was quite unpredictable as well. Yeah. I mean, especially when like yeah. Tony gets hit by the bus, like Chris, Chris dies. Oh, when um, even uh, mm. who's Freddie? Freddy, yeah, Freddy gets killed. That was like mate, Freddy was bae. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but for, well, for me, I think I was saying on the WhatsApp chat the other day that five out of the seven Game of Thrones seasons are elite. One of them's alright and the other one's shit. Which one's alright? Alright at season seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that the one that's just? Yeah. I'd say. I'd say. Like, season five sucks. For mine, I'd say it's probably four were elite. Wow, two were uh, all right. Season five. Nothing. It was the first. <laughs> that was the one where they're mostly in Dawn, and then like fuck all happened. Hard home. Is that the one where he drops all the dragon? Yeah. Oh. Hard home. Oh my god, that angered me. That was a good episode though. Yeah, hard homes. Three episodes in series. Uh, in series see, five. Bare people were raving about it as if it was like an absolutely amazing episode. I think it was a good episode and it was just made better because the rest of the season was so shit boring maybe yeah uh, but for, I think for me it's got to be Breaking Bad um, I one maybe because I can watch it again I have watched it again I've, this is my third time watching it why haven't you watched Game of Thrones again what, 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 what about what about Breaking Bad has I think the, it engages I think it engages I don't know I, don't I really think know. Breaking Bad because it's finished you can watch it again. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe when maybe when Game of Thrones comes up, comes. Ga- I think yeah. I'm more. Do you know what? I think deep down I'm really annoyed about how they're doing these episodes as well. Why if they cut it down? It just really annoys me. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. To yeah. Me. Yeah. It's it's gonna be the exact same length runtime. Yeah. I think it is because they don't have the world building that George R. R. Martin yeah, evidently does. Definitely. So whereas George Martin can basically just be like, okay, well in this ten episode series. Like, he's got the material where it's like, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, Ari's going to do this little side mission with yeah. the Hound. Whereas, the like you said, it's a bit more TV-like. So yeah. it's like, we just need to streamline it. It's like, we're going from A to B. Yeah. yeah. You don't need all this, like, auxiliary kind of... True. Subplot. Season 7 was myth, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. I just, do you know what? Just in... Because I reckon it would be so funny if he, when he writes the if he ever does writes a book and he does it completely different to what the series has done I'll just be like cracking that up. would be quite funny well it will yeah. be different in no, a no, lot of ways lot. because the, some of the characters they have not included in the series and some of their yeah. plots have been given to the major characters yeah. so like Sansa's plot about marrying Ramsay Bolton it's got nothing to do with it in, in the book mm. it's some, a woman called Jane Paul but she's not been in the series yeah it just adds a bit more nastiness to so the series though isn't it so how does the Battle of the Bastards come about in the book oh, Battle of the Bastards don't think it does mate that is such a great episode of television. Oh my goodness. Uh, I watched think Ramsay Bolton's still alive in the books. I believe. I believe. Oh, I haven't read so them. So aren't you glad ages. they re- re- reared off of the books and made well, the Battle yeah, of the Bastards? What a great yeah. episode of television. I suppose. I'll tell you what, the, 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 the bit where um, 
Rick, 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 Rick Conn must die. And John gets his sword out as the, the yeah. army's coming. Oh my goodness. That is oh, what a great episode. Bear, I remember, and, and I remember Bear Feeble thinking that Rick was going to survive. I was like, there is no oh, way that kid oh, is going to survive. They tricked me. They tricked me. Uh, There's no way. He didn't zigzag. There was no weaving, man. He didn't zigzag. When they brought him back after being in the wilderness for so long, I was like, oh, Rick on, yeah. And then dead. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> But no sure. one's safe, mate. No one's still, uh, I think John's still dead in the book. I need to reread them, man. Mm. What's it? Who's John? who's? Yeah, Snow. Snow. Oh, Snow. Oh, John. Snow. Yeah, who's the guy that we think's dead, but we haven't actually seen Stannis. die? Yeah, mad, oh, mad, Stannis. mad. I if he wins the throne, I hope he's dead. Fuck <laughs> John wins the battle and he gets stabbed in the back. Hashtag fuck Stannis. I hate him. Yeah, he's a worse man. No hashtagging for Obi though. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, not until unless you want to do the Instagram posts. No, bum, bum, bum. Oh, yeah. uh, did we talk about the Incredibles two trailer? I haven't seen it. No, you said it. You said it. Yeah. yeah. Was, was it, it Incredible? Not really. Oh okay. It's basically Elast Girl as is it is that her name? Yeah, Elastigirl. Is that basically this company wants her to be the superhero to bring the superhero name Su- back? Superheroes have and become s- illegal. Yeah, and Mister Incredible. No, they were already. They were in. They were in what number one. Yeah, because oh. of that whole train thing, I think. I but um, and basically, Mister Incredible's got to look after the kids and do everything around the house. It just, it's been too long since the first one, in my opinion. I don't think it's gonna be very good. Yeah, well, I know. You said the same thing about Toy Story, didn't you? Well, yeah. Well, to be fair, Toy Story no, two no, wasn't great, but Toy, Toy Story, Story three. They bring out Toy Story four, which I, I think know is overkill. Mate, but, if you can. Make money from it, I milk suppose. Milk the cow as yeah. long as they can. Yeah. Toy Story 7. Woody's Revenge. <laughs> and on the that, Revenge of Zerg. <sighs> and on that bombshell, that's the end of uh, episode 44 of Your Average Critics. What is this, Top Gear? Well, you did write it down, but... I didn't yeah. write it down. Oh, well, now I called the Grand Tour. No, you didn't. Grand you Tour. Yeah. Grand Although Tour. Although Top Gear is bringing out another series. Yeah. Anyway. Double bombshell. I'll tell you what, if I was in... If I was in the good place and they put me in the bad place the show that they put on for me to watch would be fucking Top Gear or something like really? that bullshit oh god so boring <laughs> oh, have you watched well, it though, do you, think you know you, you still it? have your never ending never get to the bottom of your tub of Vaseline <laughs> yeah. wait what <laughs> why is that a bad thing that's his medium place that's my medium place how's it yeah. always have Vaseline oh I'd have dry lips to be watching Top Gear oh god, oh, god. <laughs> that'd be my worst nightmare torture I don't want to think about it anymore oh, End about Vaseline. Yeah, those elbows else. would crack Oh, Jesus. <laughs> mate, you didn't do one from the archive, mate. Um, watched anything? Have any of you watched anything from... I was halfway through Rush Hour 3. This is super random. You know, if you pinch the skin on your elbow, you can never hurt no matter how hard you pinch it on the end of your elbow. I've been watching... And apparently it's called, it's called your weenus, apparently, as well. Your weenus? Yeah. That is what it's called. I've got a huge weenus. Apparently, if you pinch it, it like, no matter how hard you can pinch it, it won't hurt. Can I? But to be fair, I don't, I don't have any floppy skin on my elbow. <laughs> this is great audio um, thank you for listening um, tune in next week uh, when hopefully we'll have watched some more stuff <laughs> Joe is currently pinching Obi's elbow um, follow us on <laughs> follow us on Twitter at YSC Podcast 17 we're on Facebook uh, Instagram technically iTunes and SoundCloud under Average Critics yeah. cheers bye Adios.